Bring the ship up to broadcast depth. We're going in. Into the hideouts. Our country is now in the beginning of the Great Regression. Major steps are being taken backwards because those who are afraid have hijacked the government and the media. They fear diversity, creativity, and the questioning of authority. Now, more than ever, it is time to unite in a place where you can still be yourself and the freedom of expression continues to exist. Enter the hideout and be heard. What, what What's new? What are you doing? Oh, what's new? Hey. Welcome into the Hideout Real Radio 104.1 IML Hefe. That's my uh, that's my buddy J-Dubs. How are you? Hey, I'm, I'm, I'm doing good. How are uh, you? Um, All right. Great. Uh, feel free to comment into the Hideout. It's very simple. All you got to do is uh, pick up a phone and dial these numbers. 407-916-1041-888-978-1041 or star-1041 on your singular wireless phone. And uh, Chunks, the radio bottom, will screen your phone calls and uh, decide if it's uh, worthy of air. So that is our first line of defense right there, huh? Chunks. I feel safe. Maybe we'll make that an intern duty. Yeah. At some point. Because we are at a... uh, at full um, strength right now is it's uh, myself, Dubs, Chunks, the radio bottom, uh, Tommy Bateman, the uh, producer of the hideout, is manning the talk and roll controls. And number one and number two are here, are uh, our new interns, one male, one female. The female has already told me she does not want to be called number two. However, uh, until we come up with another name... That's all we can call her. You know, it doesn't mean... Anything regarding scat. Yeah, it's not anything about smell or looks. It's just, hey, number one was here yesterday, so the next uh, natural progression progression would be number two. That means you always want to get in early. Always want to get in early when coming into the hideout. So we got a lot of stuff to get done tonight, J-Dubs. Very excited about it. And I don't know if you know this, but we are apparently the talk show for rock stars. Because we had Slash on last week, Nelson on the week before. Nelson. And tonight, Art from Everclear. Everclear's in town uh, for the Florida Music Festival going on downtown. And so uh, Art will be giving us a call probably around 7.30 or so. And part of the seven questions that we want to get answered tonight here in the hideout before 11 o'clock is, uh, does Art of Everclear think we're in the end times like I do? Because I am becoming more and more convinced of this, J-Dubs. The end is near. You and I will be no longer, I say, within the next 10 You're years. always wearing a backwards hat in here, and I'm always wondering. I want to yank it off you to see if uh, there's a lot of tinfoil underneath it. Because I'm sure you're afraid everybody's trying to read your mind. Look, I'm just telling you, man, there's a lot going on out there that you may not know about. So your your mind is clear. You're not clouded with these things that are going on. You war. are you are about I think two weeks away from certified schizophrenia. No, not at all. Yeah. What's new? How you doing? I don't think so. I'm just saying I'm seeing the world for what it is, and you can sit there asleep at the wheel, 
But in the meantime, I'm going to try to expose these things. And you can laugh if you want to. I'm chuckling. I'll laugh all I like. But damn it, you're going to learn a little something. Also coming up, too, tonight in the hideout, we want to find out, should the NCAA ban the use of of Native American nicknames. More than likely, uh, you'll be offended during this bit. Um, are you funny enough to goof on Dubs' mom and win a prize? we got some great prizes lined up for you this evening in the hideout, and I want to know how good are you at making fun of J-Dubs' mom. Um, what's in the inbox of the people on the neo-Nazi email listserv? Apparently, they've uh, the neo-Nazis are getting out and about. They're using technology on yeah, their they're, side. They're out there spamming. And... Um, <laughs> We're going to find out what it is exactly that they're sending out there. Yeah, and well, what you need to look for in your inbox so you can delete it immediately. Dubs, I know you love homoerotic humor. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So this should be right up your alley. Was the Stegosaurus the first gay living thing? I would love that. Apparently, there's a little proof. So we'll tell you about that tonight in the hideout. Are tattoos mainstream now, or are they still edgy? Uh, actually, tattoo people are getting together to discuss this. But here's the biggest thing. If the evil empire in Star Wars Revenge of the Sith mirrors the Bush administration, then who would play who? Now, we have our tickets for tomorrow night at 12.01. We are going to see, by we I mean the hideout, myself, Dubs, Chunks, Tuttle, Jimmy D from the Shannon Burke Show, SBK, um... Who else was it that's in? I think Jimmy D's Chick's going yeah. to this. We're all going to the Altamont Springs movie theater to watch the very first showing of Star Wars. Now, I was excited about this anyway because obviously grew up watching Star Wars and those movies, loved the trilogy. I wasn't as hateful toward, you know, episode one and two as other people were. Episode one really did stink. Even though I went and saw it twice or th- maybe even three times in the theater. Right. It really did suck. Mm-hmm. But the the last one wasn't that bad, and I think this one's going to be really good. I uh, Everybody is saying it's getting rave review at Cannes. Now, here's the thing, though. Apparently, and now I'm super stoked, and more than anything, I can't wait to go see this movie, because they're now saying there are these parallels between the evil empire and the Bush administration. Um... Like one of the dialogues about bloodshed and despicable acts uh, that need to bring quote-unquote peace and stability uh, to the movie's universe, mainly through a fabricated war, that supposedly sets the scene for the movie. And so there are a lot of questions, and Lucas is even saying, hey, I wrote this forever ago. This is actually kind of based on what was going on during the Nixon administration with Vietnam, but he goes, the parallels between Vietnam and Iraq are just insanely there. I mean, you can't even deny them. And even at one point, he takes a dig at the president um, when asked about, you know, the transformation of the once good Anakin Skywalker to the very bad Darth Vader. And Lucas says, most bad people think they're good people. So my question to you is, if, if Darth Vader is President Bush or President Bush is Darth Vader, then who is who? And the rest of the Star Wars, you know, trilogies or movies or fantasy world. Well, does that mean that the Emperor would then be played by Dick Cheney? Yeah, I think Dick Cheney, uh, if you're drawing that parallel, would be the Emperor. Kind of sending out Darth to do the dirty work. Making him catch all the flack? Yeah. 
Who are other people, though? Like, who are some other people that would play who? Chunks, I know, without a, without a, a doubt, you are maybe the Star Wars expert, at least on the show. I mean, are there other people, like in the real life, or at least in the Bush administration, or in the political world? Uh, yeah, I think Yoda would definitely be uh, Alan Greenspan. You know why? Because he's like the old guy that's been through like all the regimes. You know, he's seen like evil come and go. You know what I mean? He had like the calm during Clinton. You know, and now he's got the uh, the evil to deal with. Who would Clinton be? Clinton would probably be. I think he'd be um, Mace Windu. Who's, Who's that? Solo? Mace Windu was. Uh, he was the uh, the Jedi Samuel L. Jackson in the first and second one. Yeah, he is smooth. Yeah, he's kind of like. Uh, and they always say he was the first black president. That makes a little bit of sense. Yeah. So does that mean that Queen Amidala then is is uh, Laura Bush? Oh yeah, definitely. And because the two kids would be the twins. Okay, there are twins. There are twins. There are twins in the administration. There are twins in the movie. All right. So does that mean that Jenna is uh, Luke? Yeah, she's definitely the more mannish. Yeah, she has the, the broad shoulders. So. <laughs> and you also tell too, by the way, she quote unquote cleans up down there. Yeah. Cleans up like a man. From those pictures that, we that were saw. on the internet. That means that Barbara, who, by the way, to me is way hotter of the two uh, Bush twins, Barbara would then be uh, Princess Leia. Definitely. Who, and she's the one I'd rather see in that outfit with Jabba. Exactly. Who's uh, who's Bush Sr., then? Oh, that's a good question. Count Dooku. I think he'd be Count Dooku. He was in the first and second one, too. He was in the second one. He's the one that took off Anakin's arm in the uh, in the second one. Right, I believe. 407 star 1041 and single wireless phone. As we're trying to cast the Star Wars movies with people from the political world. Do you think uh, Colin Powell would be Darth Maul? What? Why would you say that? Darth Maul, you know, he's like, you know, you, you almost rooted for him in the in the first movie. Did you? I did. I, I always thought Darth Maul was kind of cool. And he'd be really cool if he was on the other side. I think you just said that because he was black. No. I, I would, he's red, too. All right, Al Gore would be C-3PO. Oh, easy. Because <laughs> he's, so, <laughs> he's so stiff. You know what I mean? I go with that. All right, people are telling me, you know, I know we got to get people from the political world, but uh, Chunks is Jabba the Hutt. Oh, yeah, that's, that's a given. Actually, how about Rush Limbaugh? <laughs> Yeah, Rush would be Java. Kind of sending little gifts over to him to make him uh, talk good about you. And forget about the habit. Oof. Allegedly. Robbie, you're in the hideout on World Radio. Hey, what's up? That, uh, Anna, I mean, that Rice woman who's in Congress? Condoleezza Rice, who, what is she, Secretary of State now? Yeah, yeah, yeah Secretary of State. She would be that, uh, evil drone, alien drone. That's in the third one. You know who I'm talking about? He's like a general drone. Oh, yeah, yeah. I haven't seen it yet, but Chunks, you've played the Revenge of the Sith video game. Yeah, there's just this real hard-ass general, and it, it looks very much like a very robotic, ugly, goofy-looking face. Does it have the buck, the, like the the gap teeth, too? Yes. Well, I think, you know, Actually, if, if, we could, if we could take it into another movie, I think she'd be Alien. Or Predator. Actually, Predator. Yeah. Again, so... The mouth is just all crazy. I think you're being racist no, somehow. Not at all. That's what it feels like to me. And I hear the alien smell. What does that mean? I don't know. Jeff, you're in the hideout on Real Radio. Hey, I got a good character for you guys. Yeah. Job of the Hut, played by Ted Kennedy. All right, you know what? That one is a pretty good one. 
And I could see, I'll be honest with you, I could see Ted having some uh, chick, you know, tied up in a little S&M outfit. Yeah, with a collar around her. Right, this is interesting, though. And I'm really excited about this movie now and what's coming out. We need Jimmy D to help us out. The only problem, Jimmy D, Republican. <laughs> so he wouldn't be able to play this game correctly, I don't believe. 407-916-1041. He, he wouldn't be able to do an unbiased view like we do. Absolutely. If there's anything we are, it's open-minded and without labels. Bush is Darth Vader. It's the hideout. Real Radio, 104.1. Welcome back into the hideout. I'm El Jefe. That is J-Dubs. 407-916-1041-888-978-1041. Star-1041. On your singular wireless phones. By the way, thank you to SPK. Hooked your brother up last night with the new System of a Down CD. I was listening to it all day. Just great stuff. Go buy it. And at some point, I'd love to be able to chat with those cats. Now, I really wish Jar Jar was on the dark side because that would definitely be George W. Bush. Um... You know what's so funny is because there are apparently all these parallels between the Revenge of the Sith and the Evil Empire and the Bush administration. And you are so right, man. Jar Jar Binks. I mean, he kind of looks like him. The big ears and everything. And the butchering of whatever language it is. Yeah. <laughs> I love to do a Jar Jar W comparison when it comes to the languages. And I bet they're close. Oh, yeah, definitely. I think we figured out the mystery. Ralph, you're in the hideout on Row Radio. Hey, Ralph. What's going on? No Ralph. All right, Fab says Jimmy Carter, R2-D2. Only <laughs> C-3PO understood him. Who would be the Jedi? Who's the Jedi, Dubs? Is there a Jedi out there right now? I don't think so. Hillary? No. I hope. Hillary's an Ewok. I think you may be right. <laughs> I think you see that a little bit. Damn, man. And every, every, all the hopes are on the Ewok. In, in I'd a way. bang a Ewok before I'd do her. No way. You kidding me? Who's Chewbacca? Okay, somebody actually sent me this. The creepy penguin sent me... This probably won't fit in with the current topic, but later on tonight, you may want to discuss the fate of the Ewoks and the Rebel Alliance's ill-thought attack on the second Death Star. Why are you doing that to us? You're making us sound like nerds. I don't think this is nerd talk, is it? DJ, you're in the hideout. What's up? Hey, DJ. I got a good comparison. Uh Bringing our local politics into the picture, but, uh, man, Buddy Dyer's a great guy. Love him. It's a good thing he's back in the city and all that. But damn, if he don't look like Jabba the Hutt with that damn tie so tight around his neck, damn, it looks like cheeks. Um, they're going around. You know what's odd is I've never understood why a fat guy would wear a tie, even though you're supposed to. A, a tie is just not something a fat person should do. Really? No. I think a lot of times it takes away from uh, your fatness. No, I don't think. Especially so, if you button up your uh, your shirt. James, you're in the hideout on Real Radio. 
Uh, yeah, I got a couple of guys. I think John Stewart from The Daily Show would probably be Han Solo. Ooh, that's a good one. I and, like uh, that. Colin Powell would probably be closer to Obi Wan Kenobi. You think so? Yeah, because I can see that. Yeah. All right. All right. Fair enough. Thank you. Now people are telling me Vernon Jordan would have played uh, Tarisian, the Billy D character. <laughs> and again, I guess you guys are just going because one person's black. And I don't know if that's necessarily how they need to cast this thing. Nick, you're in the hideout on Real Radio. Hey, I was going to say uh, Michael Moore is on solo, but that guy, John Stewart's way better for it. Yeah, that is pretty I, cool. I got to admit it, he, he shut me down. Uh, that's all right. Hey, we're all we're brainstorming right now. We want to see this put together at some point. You know somebody's going to put together some sort of a flash video that's going to end up all over the Internet, replacing these characters. Who would Monica Lewinsky be? she go into it at all? Maybe like that blue thing that Jabba kills before. <laughs> yeah. Or maybe that big thing that uh, that uh, Luke cut open to stay warm. Oh, yeah. What was, what was that I called? I mean, he kind of got in there and everything. So hey. I thought that was Han that was uh, that cut that thing no. open. It was Luke? It was Luke. I, maybe Han did it to, get, to save Luke. I can't. Yeah, it was. That's what it was. Han Solo cut it open. All right, now we do sound like dorks. <laughs> but, hey, look, whatever. It's the biggest thing that happened in the country so far this year. Revenge of the Sith, what, tomorrow. And we're going to the 1201 showing, so it's not like we're not nerds. And you should be excited, too. 407 star 1041 and your singular wireless phones. That sounded like a, uh, like a chunks read right there. I know. My bad. I'm drinking a Red Bull right now. It's got me a little uh, tongue twisted. Frank, you're in the hideout. Hey, yeah, man. How about uh, Janet Reno for Chewbacca, dude? <laughs> That's pretty good. I can That's see... perfect, actually. <laughs> I can see Janet as Chewbacca. Chewy. No doubt. God, I'm, now I'm stoked. I don't know about you guys. I want to go see this flick. I got to go see this flick because, you know... I'm the kind of dude where I want to, uh, I enjoy a little political favor here and there. And then you tie it into Star Wars? This is going to be great, man. Dan, you're in the hideout, Real Radio 104.1. All right, that was good. Damn, hey, that hey. was good. Hey, I'll do it again for you. Ready? Yeah. You're... Hey, uh, those things that Han Solo cut open to keep lukewarm was called a Tauntaun. Oh, that's right. They were Tauntauns. Yes. Yeah. I had the, uh, thanks, Dan. I had the, uh, actual. Little um, toy. Nerd. No, come on. Like, you didn't have Star Wars toys. And it had the belly where it would open up, and you would throw it in. You could, like, fit the character inside the really? belly. Really? Yeah, oh, yeah. You didn't have one of those? No, I didn't even know they made it that, uh, they went that far with it. Yes, sir, Bob. <laughs> Don't you feel like a loser? No, I actually feel cooler than anybody in here right now. For not knowing that. Jealous. That's all you are. Jealous. Because right now we're trying to cast with political figures. Star Wars movie. Yeah. Evil Empire equal Bush administration? That's up for you to decide. Yeah, well, that's what uh, they're saying out there. Everybody's, say, everybody's saying there's a very, very odd parallel between the Evil Empire and the new movie and the Bush administration. Because they say it's like this, this crusade. They actually call it a crusade against the Jedis. And at one point, Anakin says, either you're with us, either you're with me, or you're my enemy. Which Lucas says he wrote 15 years ago. And it's just so odd, because that's exactly what Bush said. 
you know, after either 9-11. You're with, either you're with us or against us. Exactly. Gustavo, you're in the hideout on Row Radio. Hey, I got a good one for you. Uh-huh. How about Hillary as the uh, Boba Fett, the bounty hunter? <laughs> I can see her because you know what that that uh, the Boba Fett, he was ruthless. He was like he was relentless. He was ruthless. He was very cutthroat. I have so many just nerd uh, IMs popping up right now. What do they got at you? Huh? Well, share. No, just people are calling us nerds. Oh, they're calling yeah. us nerds. Hey, wake me up when you guys are talking about something cool that I can contribute to. <laughs> this is cool. This is pop culture. What, Chunks? Like, who would Ken Shamrock be in the Star Wars world? Ken Shamrock sucks, first of all. Mm. It's like, well, didn't I beat your ass yesterday? Sorry. How's the knee? The knee. Rob, you're in the hideout. Hey, all right, here's my idea. How about you got Bob to play himself, and he carries a lightsaber in his gimp hand? <laughs> <laughs> Good call. Absolutely. But then what is he going to do with it? It's like, that's kind of dangerous if he's got a lightsaber in his gimp hand. What is he going to do, run around with that? Just running into things? Imagine if he had all that power in a gimp hand. He can't put that much power in a gimp hand. I'm looking at, like, the uh, Star Wars databank for uh, characters. There's a lot of things I just don't know what they are. What show do you? I don't know. See, that's the thing. I don't know what any of these are. I didn't know who Boba Fett was. you got to tell me that's the bounty hunter. But whatever, you can't be a hypocrite. You're going to be right there tomorrow. Oh, yeah, I'm definitely going to be there watching it. Although, I guess you're combining two nerdy things in politics and Star Wars. Mm-hmm. you got to make it interesting, my friends. All right, let's take a break. We'll come back. An art from Everclear. That'll be our first question to him. Who plays who? I guarantee you he's on the bandwagon of Bush being Darth Vader. It's the Hideout Real Radio 104.1. Coming to a radio near you. Alcohol from the devil. Hideout Productions presents... But I'm really a horny kind of drunk. El Trunque, Episode 3, Revenge of the Fifth. Um... I don't remember. Witness the darkest installment yet. My body hates me. And I apologize to my body now. It is a temple. As El Drunke continues his downward spiral to the dark side. Never ever get in my drinking. El Drunke, Episode 3, Revenge of the Fifth. Not at all. I'm, uh, I'm ready to drive. Broadcasting in brilliant HOMO sound. You got it left? Come on, baby. Throw it up, baby. Throw it up. El Drunke, Episode 3, Revenge of the Fifth. Say one more time, because maybe it'll help me throw it up. Irish car bomb. Here we go. Coming up, Art from Everclear to talk about the uh, Florida Music Festival 2005 in downtown Orlando. We'll chat with him in a bit. 407-916-1041-888-978-1041 and Star1041 on your singular wireless phones. Dubs, what do you think about Whip Girl taking chunks to the Florida Music Festival. I love the uh, not idea. Not the Florida Music Festival, but the S&M thing downtown. <laughs> she or, can take him wherever he, she, he wants, you know? Or both. Yeah. Whatever the hell. She can just take him around on a leash and beat his ass right in front of uh, Everclear. Here's, I'd love that. Here's what I'd like to happen. I'd love to get a documentary filmmaker. Because mm-hmm. I know UCF is big for the like the film school, film, uh, film school stuff. Mm-hmm. And have someone follow Chunks and the Whip Girl down to Tampa and do this. I think it would, and we document, what, the 24, 48 hours with the two of them together and everything that goes on between Chunks and uh, the Whip Girl. And she actually thinks he's cute, which I have heard, I have heard um, 
is something that happens like a lot. I guess we talk him down so much that people have such a you know a low expectation of him that when they see him, oh, he's not that bad. Mm-hmm. Now, uh, I guess this has kind of opened the floodgates having Whip Girl in last night because uh, a girl just uh, I am me. She is a massage therapist and she wants to come in and uh, give chunks of Brazilian wax. Okay. That's what I said. All right, you're on. When, is, when will this happen? I, get, I think anytime we want her to. Can she be here tonight? I am. I give you permission, JWC, who I am during the radio show. Because if there's anything that I've heard about you, Chunks, you got sideburns down there. <laughs> <laughs> At least your mom does, so they, they figure you do. So we need to get rid of those burns for you. I already had a Brazilian wax. Please. I did last week. No, that wasn't a, that wasn't a full wax. This is gonna leave you hairless. That's pretty damn bad. Last week, man. And this that, is this that... is gonna be all the way through. Like you don't get to wear undies during this. Now what will happen is you can lay down on the table and we'll put a sheet over so that no one sees your junk. But then we rip. I'd rather not. Is that the one where he? I thought that was the one where he had to get on his knees and. Uh, yeah, that happens that way. You're right. Well, we, yeah. whatever the case, we'll still put the blanket over. Thank God. It's like he's going to the gyno. <laughs> or going to get his prostate check. How about this? Let's kill two birds with one stone. Okay. Prostate exam and Brazilian wax, same night. So if you're a doctor and you'd like to examine any chunks his prostate... Why do we need a doctor? You're right. We just need a dude. Come in and probe. Number one, here's your second duty as intern. Yeah. And he just put his finger up like, okay. She just IM me too. Uh, she can't be in tonight, but she is uh, checking her calendar to see when she can be in. She wants to make sure that he knows the milk dud will be done too. Uh, no way. Yes. Yes way. I think Thursday is a good day. No, Thursday's not a good day. By the way, ladies and gentlemen, Friday then. We talked about this. Chunks graduated finally from George Mason University uh, in Virginia. It took him six and a half years to get his four year communications degree and he will be not he will not be with us on thursday or friday to go back and uh walk at uh george so congratulations to you chunks but you need to be a pretty girl before then can't she do it wednesday is today wednesday what's today today's tuesday god are you serious yeah tomorrow's wednesday tomorrow's the movie son of a bitch all day today i was thinking it was wednesday really Oh, man, I just lost a day, or gained a day, and I didn't even want it. All right, Art Alex Elkis will be joining us here in a few few minutes from uh, Everclear. I love that band. That's, that's one band that, you know, you you never say, hey, I'm going to buy the T-shirt, I'm going to, you know, go out there and be the biggest Everclear fan, but everybody likes Everclear. I've never met one person who does not enjoy an Everclear song. Yeah, you got to like at least one of them, no doubt about it. So he'll be... Uh... Find out. I want that. I want the massage therapist to come in and uh, clean chunks up. Get rid of the burns. That should be a lot of fun. 407-916-1041, and star-1041 on your singular wireless phone. Robert, you're in the hideout on Roll Radio. Hi. Hey, Robert. Do you know why Bin Laden said wash your balls? Huh? Do you know why? No, thank you. Is that a joke, or was he being serious? I don't know what he was... What, what was that quote-unquote phone screener? He keeps calling back with different things every time. He sounded really drunk. I thought it would be kind of funny to put on. He's like, hi. 
Not if it's something that we can't put on the air, well, you idiot. That's not the one he said. The first one he asked me is like, if you electrocute a blind person, does their arm fall off? That I swear to God, that's what he said. That's common. That, yes, of course it does. Absolutely. What are we a doctor show? Oh, I mean that—that's common knowledge. What is this? Doc, you doc talk? You don't call in and say, hey, you need to drink water every day. We don't put those phone calls on the air. Do no. we sit here and do stretching exercises on the radio? Yes. Don't pull a hammy. That's not what we do. No. All right, let's take a break. We'll come back and let's chat with Art. It's the Hideout Real Radio 104.1. Welcome back into the Hideout Real Radio 104.1. I am El Jefe. That is J-Dubs. 407-916-1041-888-978-1041 or star-1041 on your singular wireless phone. Art Alex Akis is joining us uh, from Everclear. And Amir, by the way, the uh, I guess the front man of Typo Negative has died. Oh, really? Uh, I thought vampires couldn't die. Scary. Listen to you. Have a little respect. Why? It says, uh, what's his name? Eater Steele? Yeah. Peter Steele. Peter? Yeah. Free at last. He was a freaky guy. Was he? Yeah, he was. And he, I, everyone that I that I knew that ever met him said he was like the biggest like a hole you'll ever meet. Really? He what? was like really conceited, but all the chicks like loved him, and so he was banging tons of hot chicks. Well, that's the key, though, man. That's how you do it if you want girls. Not banging anybody anymore, is he? He's dead now. Late Maybe. singer, typo negative. Maybe they're into that type of stuff. Stop. Behave over there. Probably. Well, if they're typo negative <laughs> fans, it's very possible. But we're talking about Everclear fans right now. Joining us in the hideout in Central Florida, Art from Everclear. How are you? Hey, boys. How's it going? Hey, man. We're outstanding. Uh, you guys, Thursday night at the Florida uh, Music Festival 2005 in downtown Orlando, plus a couple of uh, other dates uh, here in Florida as well. Um, what's the latest with Everclear? I know you guys are getting out and about, and you were real active during the uh, during the election season too. Um, yeah, a lot of good that did me. I'm, man, I tell you, I, I, how dev- <laughs> how devastated were you? I don't know. I mean, just to let you know, uh, Dubs and I very much are, I would say, left leaning guys, and so on on election night i mean as much hard work as you probably put into the whole thing and trying to back carry and at least switch administrations did you have like did you feel hung over or anything after uh, on that wednesday morning i couldn't talk about it for a week we left on tour the next morning wow you know? we left on tour what was that november 2nd we left on tour the morning like i was on a plane at 5:30 the next day and and I just was like, man, people would try to talk to, to me about it, and I'm like, I can't talk about it. I'll tell you this, man. Actually, it was more than that. It's probably a month or two. I'll tell I you. Just, I just, I just, you know, it's like, it's like at the end of a relationship. You put yourself all into it, and then there's nothing left over, and there's, you got nothing to show for it. And that, that's not really the truth. I mean, I think we made a lot of headway in some places, and, and you know you you gotta you gotta work for what you believe in. You gotta fight for what you believe in, or those those damn corporate people are gonna take over the world, which they're on the way to doing right now. But you know, man, you know how it is. It was just it was depressing. I know me and uh, Hepe were on the air very late that night. We uh, we decided to stay on the air until the uh, until all the uh, returns came back. Returns came back and. As they just kept kept on coming in more and more red, we were 
Just so dejected. What the hell happened in Florida? Uh, we weren't here at the time. We were actually in the nation's capital at Washington. We were in D.C. We were in D.C. when all the when the uh, when the oh. election dropped. So yeah, we were on the air in D.C. Now you talk about the corporations. By the way, uh, Art from Everclear joining us in the hideout. Uh, the Florida Music Festival 2005 downtown Orlando. Uh, EverclearOnline.com. Have you seen the documentary, the, the Corporation? I just watched it over the weekend. Have you seen that yet? No, I've been hearing about it. I'm going to go see it with my girlfriend this weekend, I think. Oh, I do. I think you got to go. Probably when I'm in Florida, hopefully. Is it playing? Where you, you guys are in Orlando. Is it playing in Orlando? Uh, just go run over to a Blockbuster or Hollywood or Netflix or something like that, because you talk about the you know the evil corporations taking everything over, and this movie will motivate you. It's motivated me in a way, once again, like, because since the election, I'm kind of like, eh, well, what can I do now? But then I watched that documentary, The Corporation, and I'm like, all right, I'm, I'm ready to do something all over again. Just talking about how everything's bought and see, sold. The thing is, most people don't see it as anything. They feel unempowered. They feel like it doesn't matter because it doesn't affect their daily life, but it does. I mean, everybody's life in the last six years, five years, has diminished. It's diminished. Prices have gone up. Availability and quality has gone down. I mean, the American dream is not the American dream, but the people that are in control keep pushing it that it is and that their way is the American dream, and people buy into it, and they use fear and manipulation to, to make these things happen. A lot of people are like, I can't believe America is so stupid. I go, America is not stupid. America is scared. Yeah, and is, is, is that what you think it is, Art? I mean, why do you think people aren't waking up to what's going on around? Do you think we're so distracted by our video games and uh, by our nice cars? And yeah, but but dude, that's that's the self medication that these people want. They want they want to push gratuitous sex everywhere and make people physically and 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 emotionally addicted to it. But then they make it taboo. You can't have it. It's wrong which makes you want it even more. That's human nature. That's what they built into it. There's, there's all these things, and I've seen it in myself and the way I've acted over the last, you know, few years. I went through a divorce last year, and I've just gone through all these things that finally I was just like, you know what, I want to break the cycle of this crap. I don't want to be like this anymore. When you were talking about how people thought he was an arrogant a-hole and, but chicks dug him and this and that. I thought you guys started talking about me. No. I was like, oh, wow, man, these guys are going to be kicking my ass. You were talking about Peter from um, Typo Negative? Yeah. Did he die? Yeah, yeah. he's uh, dead. It just came down. We had some people send that to us on the Instant Messenger. We went to Typo Negative's website. And it's just Where did he got, die from? I don't know. We're trying to look that up right now. Um, they, they just kind of posted that You know what? Girls like him, don't you? Because he's a vampire? I don't he know. He was hung like a ox. Really? Now, some... yeah. My my old road manager was on the road with those guys. That guy, that guy was packing hard. He was like seven feet tall or something crazy like that too. What oh, the heck? was it? Was he seven feet tall? He was like he six was ten big, or something. Big dude, and seriously hung, which is not always the case, as I found out. Down <laughs> from any personal experience, just I was in the. I was in the gym. I was, at, <laughs> I was at the gym, and this, this, this big, 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 two big guys, white guy and a black guy, totally buff, come in, come out of the showers, and, you know, they take their towels off, and, it's you like know, a... I don't want to look, but I look, and I'm like, I'm like, so, you know. It's like a white switch. Check it out. Right. Those guys, it was like my pinky. 
Oh my God! All right, well that's uh, I don't know if that makes me feel good or what. Art from Everclear. That made me feel great. <laughs> uh, see, that's why I'm always afraid because I'm always afraid I'm gonna be at the gym. Someone's gonna say, "Oh, that's Hefe." Oh wow! All right, now I feel good about myself. And yeah, now no, that's that, if you want to feel good about yourself, if you're at least normal and you go to a gym, and you know, really, really, when you see someone who's like. Like porn star, those guys don't go out in public. Unless you uh, you're there with a bunch of like sixty and seventy year old guys, those guys always tend to you know be packing more than what you think. You always think it's an old dude; he doesn't have much going on. And then he takes off that towel. It's crazy. And I'm like, what a waste! That guy's not going to be able to use it. Yeah, yeah here hey, I he am. Can't use that, and he's too old. His heart won't take all that Viagra. I know he's going to drop that. <laughs> That's no fair. It's like you'd be able to switch off or something. Art from Life Everclear. is full of injustices, man. <laughs> you know that. I'm so it's so funny how we go from talking about the administration to uh, old man dong. Yeah, <laughs> looking at old man um, dong in the I gym. I don't know, man. It's just you know, old guys talking. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, anyway. We're um I'm at the I'm at the studio outside of the studio in Portland. We're making a new record and uh we're doing shows. When's we're excited it? to come to Florida, man. I'm hoping it's gonna be nice there. Are we gonna miss the hurricanes or oh, what? Yeah, man, I think you should be A okay. Um the hurricane season won't start for about another month or so, so you should be Good just time. fine. No, There'll be a lot of girls, not a lot of clothes. Oh dude, you don't we just moved to Orlando from D C and we we have Oh, you guys are loving it. Oh, we have just never seen so many beautiful women, especially from coming uh from a place, you know, like the Beltway. You know, where everybody's all dressed up, they got their pantsuits yeah. on, and then you're coming down here and it's bikini. Bikini Tops and Daisy Dukes. It's just the most beautiful thing. Now, when's the new album going to drop? If you're in the studio right now, when's that, when's well, that coming? We're making it. It'll probably come out, I, I would say now, the way it's going, probably early, first part of next year. Okay. All right. Beautiful. Um, first of all, I'm kind of a perfectionist, but it's. Uh, I, I, wanted to, I wanted to deliver it first of June. It's going to be the end of June, and I don't... I don't know. It might come out in the fall, but I don't think so. Now, when you because that's you, when you got to compete with the the ushers and stuff yeah. like that. Yeah, exactly. Now, now let me tell you this story. I'm sitting in a radio studio. I very first started in radio. It's like Mix 100 in Lubbock, Texas, because I went to Texas Tech University, and I played Father of Mine for the first time. And I swear to Christ, I'm sitting in that radio studio. Crying because that song hit me so hard, and I'm getting IMs from people right now talking about Wonderful and all these other songs. How do you write these songs that just make people want to cry? I mean, is it just the the life experience or what? A lot of them are. Those, those two were, you know. I mean, this new record, this new record is a heartbreak record, and I think a lot of people have a misconception that because I write from the first person a lot, that songs are autobiographical. But those two songs you talked about, especially Father of Mine is autobiographical, but this new record is going to be the exception. This this record's pretty autobiographical. Um, but I had to make it, you know? I had to write it. And But musically, it's um, it's really exciting. It's um, it's rock and roll. I, uh, it's not as bombastic as, as as we used to be, but it's it's it still rocks really hard, and it's just it's really melodic. It's kind of like Everclear meets, like, Tom Petty, you know, it's the kind of song. Right it's on. Song. Um, are you gonna test? Are you gonna test any of the stuff out that you're working in studio now? When when you're hitting some of these tour dates, or are you uh, you gonna kind of just throw it in with all the hits, or what are you gonna do? Yeah, we're throwing in some new songs. Beautiful. Um, it's coming up Thursday at the uh, the uh, Florida Music Festival 2005 downtown Orlando. Also gonna be in St. Petersburg on the 20th and on the 21st in Pensacola. 
Art, man, great conversation. Thanks for so much for coming into the hideout, especially Good being in the studio. Good talking to you, boys. Good uh, luck down there in Florida, and uh, hopefully we'll see you when we're in Orlando. Oh, yeah, we'll see you Thursday we'll night. There. We're going to be there. All right, cool, man. We'll see you there. Thanks, Art. It's a good dude. I uh, I genuinely appreciate guys who are willing to throw themselves out like that because, I mean, a lot of musicians are coming out with the political stuff. I mean, yeah. It's, uh, a Perfect Circle, who I love, came out with an entire you know CD of it. This new system of a down CD is you know a lot of you know political songs of political. They've favorite. usually been politically uh, driven. And I know that art as well, you know, came out big time around the election. And I know some people are on the right, some people are on the left. Everybody's welcome in the hideout. But it was such a hard-fought battle for all sides. It was almost like the Super Bowl, where the right, they win, you know, on election day, and they're just on this euphoric high, drunk with power right now. Yet the left, it's like our team lost, and what do we do until next year's Super Bowl, which is four years away? Don't mean to go off topic, but I just got a, uh, a news article in here that says a typo death is a hoax. Oh, son. And now Art thinks we're an ass. Actually, yeah, Matt Albert just uh, sent me an IM about what Peter Steele's nickname is. and uh, I sent it to you. I don't know if you can read that on the air. Okay, is it updated? Okay, I can't read it. All right, call Art back and tell him that he, Peter's not dead. But it is uh, kind of like a ploy on their own website. Probably just to pump the new album they have probably coming out. Yeah, apparently they switched rep- record companies or something like that. So now they're free. Oh, that's the free at last. But that's thing cheating is. because they put like his uh, birth date. Yeah. Yeah, like he's been shackled that whole time having a major record company deal. All right, so typo negative, not dead. Now I'm pissed. Now I wish he was. <laughs> I wish he had died. That kind of stuff always pisses me off. When they try to get you to, you know, if your music isn't good enough to get people excited about the CD coming out, then oh please though, I mean everybody's done gimmicks. There's always been gimmicks. yeah, but faking a death is above and beyond a gimmick. Okay, ogre salami's okay, and Peter Peter still was six six. The ogre salami, wow. I think he was in Playgirl or something like that. I do remember hearing some stuff about that. You know, I only know one song by them, and yet I know all this useless information about this guy. What one is it that, uh... Didn't they beat somebody up? Didn't they just, like, get in fights and stuff and beat people's asses? I'm not sure. Now I just feel bad that we passed on bad information to a rock star. Yeah, he's probably going to call the family. Send flowers. Hey, I'm really sorry a couple of DJs told me Peter was dead. (laughs) Who makes that kind of crap up? No, it's just a publicity stunt. And then I'll probably get mad at them. So we're clear. We're cool. All right. Take a break. We'll come back. Thank you to uh, Art. Don't uh, don't uh, sleep on the um, Florida Music Festival, 2005, downtown Orlando, Florida, uh, floridamusicfestival.com. You got Everclear on Thursday night, lit on Friday night. We'll take a break. We'll come back. It's the Hideout Row Radio, 104.1. Welcome back into the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. Half and dubs. 407-916-1041-888-978-1041 and Star 1041 on your singular wireless phone. So the lead singer of Typo Negative is not dead. It's their own little publicity stunt that they were doing. I got an email from Billy the Phone Freak. By the way, kudos to him for hooking some brothers up with uh, Art and everyone else. Nelson, uh, Slash last week. I'd like to speak to Surge from System of a Down as soon as possible. Thank you. 
Now you're belting out orders to them. No, I'm just putting ask. I'm putting in a request. I'd like to say, hey, at some point, let's hook a brother up. Now you put him on the spot, though, on the air. He could have called him off air and said, hey, can you do this for me? I'd also like to speak to the president. <laughs> let's make that one happen, too. I love that these rock stars are so cool. You know oh, yeah, I mean? they've all, they, uh, every last one of them has been really nice so far. I mean, you know what's going to suck is that at some point we're going to run into an ass. That's fine, though. But you you got to expect that. And you're almost you're willing to forgive. Mm-hmm. Like, the two people I'd love to talk to most, Maynard and Marilyn Manson, I know would just be asses. Really? In awful interviews. From everything I've heard, it's just like pulling teeth, especially with Maynard. Manson, not so much. I think we could just have, like, a normal conversation about stuff. And I would try to do the same with Maynard, but apparently it's, like, a whole bunch of one-word answers. And it just doesn't... He seems up. like a quiet type, so I, I would expect that out of him. Just, you know, it, I don't think that's being a dick. I just think that's his personality. And, and that's what's got to be odd, too, is that a lot of people, like, they want to go out and they want to make the music, but they don't want to talk to people. I'm almost becoming that way, Dubs. Really? You don't like to uh, go out and... Like, Say hi to anybody? Like when we went out last Friday at Latitudes, mm-hmm. I was really comfortable just staying away from everything. There's a lot going on out there, a lot of people coming up and saying hi. And I was pulling this move, and I'm normally not like this. Because if people take the time to listen to the show and come up and introduce themselves, I mean, that's that's amazing. You know, yeah. truly thankful the fact that you're going to, you know, listen and come out and hang out and say hi. And I used to be able to carry on conversations with people in public. Can't do that anymore. I'll do a, you know, you sit there and it's awkward for a second because you don't know what you're going to say. And I'm like, oh, have you uh, have you met Chunks yet? He's over here. See, that always used to be my move. You know who you need to meet? J-Dubs. Let no. me introduce you to. And then I bring the two together and what do I do? I scoot off. Yeah, you uh, kind of stay in the conversation just for a couple seconds and I see you walking the other way. Hey, I got to go get a drink. Meanwhile, I'm, I'm the designated driver. I'm just grabbing a water. But I don't know what came over me. I used to be very outgoing. I you need to get I'm, back into that. I'm slowly becoming a shut-in. Really? I think you're right, man. I could be coming. I could be becoming six, uh, schizophrenic. I've, I've been saying that for a while now. Every day you get a little bit crazier. Every day you start worrying about more stuff. What are the? What is a schizophrenic? Like, what are the things about a schizophrenic that says, "Hey, this is a schizophrenic." Does anybody in our crew I, know? I think uh, voices have to be uh, do no, some of it. I don't. I hear voices. That's not even part of it. I think like different personalities kind of. No, that's not take schizophrenia. Over. That's you and your six and a half year education at George Mason. That's what you come up with, chunks. Give the microphone to someone who's more important. You intern number one. Intern number one. What do you have? You actually know what a schizophrenic? What that? What constitutes one? Yeah, it's uh, it's an uncontrolled fear that everyone's out to get you. Uh, frequent head shavings can be a sign because you think body hair is unclean. You, uh, I've read stories about nah. people barricading themselves in bedrooms and stuff from family, thinking someone's trying to break in. I agree with that one. Uh-oh. Okay, I do have this fear of everyone. I do shave my head. And normally, with the guys staying at the hideout off-campus housing, I'm always in my room, not wanting to talk to anyone. And you have a appreciated. Very, you're very afraid of body hair, too. You don't like, uh, you think that uh, armpit hair is one of the dirtiest things in the world. Oh, armpit hair is disgusting. Even on a dude. But when I see a guy who has shaved armpits, I'm disgusted by that as well. 
For me, armpits are maybe the most disgusting thing uh, on the human body. Even more so than the milk dud. Schizophrenia is characterized as a profound disruption of um, of uh, emotion. So I don't know what that exactly well, means. Well, that's pretty vague. Yeah. All right, 407 star 1041 your singular wireless phones. It includes uh, psychotic manifestations, such as hearing internal voices. Have you been hearing internal voices, even your own? <laughs> I don't hear anything. <laughs> what? The government's going to get you. Huh? <laughs> yes. Shave your pits. You're fat. No way. What? Okay, sorry. Um, all right, Matt Albert says, first sign of schizophrenia, you think someone is wearing your shirts when you're not around. Okay, this actually happened to me in D.C. <laughs> when I was living at two apartment complexes ago, I was in my apartment complex. There was a specific shirt that I wanted to wear that day. And I looked for it in my closet, nowhere to be found. I had to wear this blue shirt because I, I liked the way it looked on me. So I'm like, ah, screw it. I'll end up going. I'll wear something else. I wear something else, I come back to the apartment that night, and I'm hanging up my shirt that I had worn that day. Lo and behold, sitting there, right in front of me, in my closet, is the very shirt I was looking for. I was convinced that someone was sneaking into my apartment, wearing my clothes, and then bringing them back. Washed. They didn't even have an odd scent on them. I don't know. I don't recall. Just one shirt in particular. It wasn't like a bunch of shirts were gone, and then they came back. Just one. It was a classy shirt. <laughs> Nothing that you bought is classy. You dressed like a UPS man. It was blue with gray horizontal, horizontal stripes. Yeah, that's not flattering. Please. Now, uh, do you put significant meaning on basically normal events? Give me an example of a normal event. Like, just like a, a normal, like, a, like hey, uh, I watched this commercial, and it, sa- it, you know, it said something about something that's going on in my real life. Like, uh, it, w- before we moved down here, before we got the job, were you seeing, like, you know, like... Uh, a... Oh, there were all kinds of signs important to our land, though. Yeah? Oh, absolutely. In fact, I was taking a trip out to Detroit, and I saw this as a sign. The next connection from Detroit, which, by the way, we almost went to go work, Detroit, Orlando. Same pl- same flight. If I'd stayed on that plane, I would have ended up here. Absolutely beyond a shadow of a doubt. Yes. And I'm convinced, like, you know the whole Newsweek thing about the Quran and all that stuff, and apparently that it got abused at Guantanamo, uh, Guantanamo Bay? I believe that. Now, I, are you, do your moods mostly consist of uh, depression, uh, being anxious, irritable, and angry. Why are you talking so much? Yes. Please stop. Do you think that's uh, part of it? Mm-hmm. All right, then. Uh, you have uh, fallen into a lot of the characteristics. Whatever. I'm fine. Stacy, you're in the hideout on Real Radio. Stacy. Hey, man, what's up? What's going on, I man? I love this show. I love this show. i got to tell you, I drive home every night to it. Thank you, brother. But you were talking about that schizophrenia thing, and I, I just wanted to like give you a little insight. Uh huh. Had an ex-wife uh, about ten years ago. I went down into Miami to do some work, left her with the kids. I come home, and she thinks the the ceiling fan is a helicopter. She's feeding the kids cold spaghetti with no sauce on it, stuff like this. I mean, she just went off the edge. And was was it schizophrenia? 
Yeah, it turned out to be uh, uh, schizophrenia, and she had a couple other uh, minor disruptions in her brain cell function. That's a very odd thing for a woman to have. Thank you, man. Schizophrenia is uh, almost dominantly male. Really? Yeah. And it usually happens to men in their mid-20s. I'm 27. I'm fine. (laughs) That's not mid-20s, is it? That's well, I, well, I think it started about two years ago with you, didn't it? Hey, look, whatever. I think we're scaring the program director now. Hideout Hotline, who is this? Hefe, this is El Hefe. Um, I just want to call and let you know you need to shave your pits. They're getting a little long, and I don't like it. I also don't like your shirt and your hat. You really need to fix it. You Hello, really is anybody it, there? Buddy? Is anybody there? Yeah, this is Hefe. I um I don't think this sounds anything like me. Um, I think it sounds exactly like you because this is me. Um, I checked my MySpace today. Got a bunch of new friends, J Dubs. Go Mavs. I um. Okay, could be me. Need how, to shave my goatee. How am I calling in and yet hosting the show at the same time? This is me calling in. You're just an image in my head. Beat it. Manson rules. I love Marilyn Manson. Beat it, me. No, I can't beat it. You beat it. Wow, that was eerie. Now, when did all this uh, start to happen? All your paranoia. You know, it did happen at a particular point. I think it happened right after we got fired in Lansing. Well... Hey, how long ago did we meet? Now that I think about it, it could be because of Bateman. Because Bateman, in fact, is one of those guys who... Models in his spare time. No, he doesn't. You're 5'5". Stop. Bateman's... You are schizophrenic. He's one of those kids who you could see hiding underneath a car, uh, ready to slash your Achilles heel, because you said something bad about UCF. I don't want to... I never want to bring this up to you. Or UFC. I never wanted to bring this up to you. I always just let you go with it. But there is no Bateman. He's your Tyler Durden. What? Well, then why was he missing for three weeks? That's why you were uh, sad. A piece of you was missing for three weeks. Tommy Bateman's my Tyler Durden? Yes. He's not even here right now. He's the cool part of me? Mm Mm-hmm. He's the me that I always wanted to be? Yes. An athlete. I didn't want to be short. He's six five. What are you talking about? You always tell talk about how tall he is. Um, you guys, I I don't think this is helping me. You see, that's why I say, say hey, uh, what's up, man? Because I don't know who I'm ever talking to. Am I talking to El Jefe or am I talking to Bateman right now? Bateman is my Tyler Durden. You're a loser. Do something with your life. All right, let me take a break. I gotta, I gotta soak all this. The Mavericks out. actually suck. All right, that's too far. You went too far, Tyler Bateman. It's the Hideout Row Radio 104.9. Tommy Durden. It's like they let children loose in a radio station. Welcome into the Hideout, Real Radio 104.1. I am El Hefe. That is J Dubs. We're just here to have fun. You can participate if you like, but that requires uh, either typing Real Radio Hideout at AOL. Uh, seeing some messenger, or you can call 407-916-1041, 888-978-1041, or star-1041 on your singular wireless phone. 
You know what I was watching the other day? What's that? Something I hadn't seen in a long time, Jurassic Park. Do you think we're closer to this, being able to bring back... Like, do you, Would you want to, if you could, would you want to bring back dinosaurs? Definitely. Now, uh, I was reading an article today, actually... Uh, the Stegosaurus, do you remember that one? It was the smaller one with all the plates on its back and everything, that and was the like, little horns. That was the one with like the plate like spike kind of running down the back? Yeah. All right, like in the rows or whatever? They always thought that was for defense, but now they're saying it was just for almost fashion. It was just to look good. Okay. The, the uh, plates, I guess, were different colors, and the Stegosaurus had them as almost just to kind of look good. Okay. Two questions. Mm-hmm. One, how do they know that it was for fashion? Two, does that make uh, the Stegosaurus mo? Because with the spiky plates and the fashionable accessories, does that mean the Stegosaurus was the first gay creature in the history of the Earth? I think that might be. I think uh, and if the Stegosaurus was gay... What troubles did uh, you think? Do you think he had the same troubles as like you know a gay kid growing up now, like today in uh, like America, religious America? Yeah, like uh, do you think uh, they still got the same troubles from uh, the other dinosaurs? The Stegosaurus was kind of the butt of the jokes and kind of you know almost uh, discriminated against because like, of his colorful tail and uh, back. Like the Velociraptors. Mm-hmm. What are those things? The Velociraptors. Yeah, Velociraptors. Like they'd always play smear the snake queer. I think so. I think uh, that was the the origin of the game. Right, that just doesn't seem. The right. Raptors would do it. The Brontosauruses would always make fun of uh, their well groomed steak of claws. Okay, first of all, this is insanity to even think this. A, we don't know that the Stegosaurus was, you know. I think we're safe in this assumption. We're safe assuming that it is. Yeah, I mean, it was the first fashionable animal okay but that doesn't even mean anything that's just stereotypes j-dubs maybe stereotypes but i think the t-rex would always make fun of the stegosaurus for their uh, stega veggie diet stega why is everything stega veggie it's not everything that's stega veggie but you know there's uh there's some things that were just you know known for stegosaurus you're so stega man what is that? Is that, stag. is that the new thing? Yeah. No. And it's just wrong for you to sit here and stereotype a, an animal that's been dead for thousands, maybe million, actually millions of years. I don't think we're going to get sued. I think we're okay. I think I can say the Stegosaurus was a mo all day long. And uh, the Not fact that there's is, anything wrong with that. The fact is the Triceratops would always yell at, the, at them that it's a Stega choice. That they weren't Stega born that way, no. that it's a Stega choice? Yes. So it sounds to me like all of the other dinosaurs were Stegophobic? Yes, they were very Stegophobic. And it, what, it, what it shows you, even back in prehistoric times, there's a vicious cycle going on, and there's hate and the prejudice. And, which is just wrong. Yeah. And it's just, and that even shows that people nowadays who are homophobic are just acting like a, not Neanderthals. But actual dinosaurs. Yeah. Especially like the pterodactyls. The pterodactyls would always make fun of them and say, hey, stop spreading your stega disease. Right, that's just wrong. And, and it's, it's not true. Now I'm glad that the pterodactyl's extinct, because that's just wrong. I can't believe that, you know, they allow this to go on. 
you think, you know, someone would come to the Stegosaurus's uh, uh, rescue. All right, it's the Stegosaur plates and spikes for looks only. That it was just purely fashion. Mm-hmm. And there's a whole international team of paleontologists who uh, who looked into this and say, yes, the Stegosaurus did have his colorful uh, plates and whatever else on his back for looks. I still don't see the connection, but you're insisting that there was almost stegabashing going on back There's then? There's definitely stegabashing going on. It's a steg of shame. I don't think that fits. That's what, they, that's what all the stegosaurus would say. 407-916-1041, star-1041 on your uh, singular wireless phones. Well, all the brachiosauruses would, uh, all the parents, all the brachiosaurus older dinosaurs would say, hey, I don't want your stega lifestyle around my kids. Because they're afraid somehow they would become stega? Yeah, they don't want to be stega. They don't want their kids to be falling into the whole stega lifestyle. Hate is just an awful thing. No, it's it's terrible. I don't care if it's between dinosaurs or human beings. It shows you that, you know, the the... All of them became extinct, and it could easily happen to us if we keep this uh, stega bashing going. Scarfmont says, I feel enlightened. It's not the Catholics that started the homophobia, it was the dinosaurs. Yes. This takes a lot of pressure off of them, then. Well, they, they're keeping the cycle going. By the way, I don't think Catholics... The stega cycle. Catholics don't believe in dinosaurs, do they? I think... Most Christians do not believe that there were dinosaurs. They think they were... If there were dinosaurs, they were merely demons roaming the earth. And I guess the stegosaurs, they triple hate then. I think uh, I think there were actual political-type dinosaurs back there, because the ankylosaurus didn't want any uh, to allow stega marriage, which is ridiculous. Stegas have any right that a triceratops has. Or a T-Rex. And I will fight for that right. Oh, I'm going to fight for that stega right. Do whatever you want. As long as it's between two consenting stegosauruses, I'm fine with that. I wonder if they ever had a show, uh, uh, Stegai for, like, the T-Rex guy. Where, like, there would be some T-Rex that was just all butch. Yeah, there's a T-Rex who, you know, you know, didn't really know how to do his nails or fashion his hair. And so a bunch of stegosauruses would run around and, like, get them all dressed up? Yeah, and then let them go on, you know, push them out on a date with another T-Rex. Well, it's hard to find a shirt that fits with those little arms if you're a T-Rex. You know, you get those legs and those little arms. Have you ever seen a, a person nowadays with one of those little arms? Little gator arm? Yeah. That's hot. always creepy. No, hot. I'd say yes, a chick with a, with a uh, T-Rex arm. I would have sex with just because... Huh? It's a chick with a T-Rex arm. What else can I say? Why well, what, you? Why wouldn't you? Uh, you would have to uh, just say yes. Of course I would. Bill, I, you're... I would stagger. <laughs> no, uh, you get that? That you go? Yes, the... that style. <laughs> Bill, you're... steg style. Bill, you're in the hideout. Yeah, I'm not sure I can tie this in with uh, sex and dinosaurs, but uh, the brontosaurus, which is usually one of the most popular dinosaurs everybody thinks of, they just proved a couple of years ago that it never existed. What? It never existed. If you type in brontosaurus into Google, you'll get a hundred responses about how the brontosaurus was a big hoax. No way. Yeah, do it. All right, I'll look it up. Whoever made that up is a steg. Is that going to be your new thing? Just for the segment. 
I said we go with it forever. <laughs> All right, Kev says was uh, 19 million BC known as the Stega 90s. <laughs> the Steg explosion. <laughs> yeah, the Steg explosion. All right, Matt Albert's telling me. He was on a baseball team with a kid with one of those gator arms, and he had to play first base because he couldn't play anything else. <laughs> no, nah, I'm not saying that. I'm not saying that one, Tommy. Congratulations. That's your first joke that you've written that I will not say on the radio here in at least Orlando. Type what are you talking about? I already sent it to you, Dubs. Uh, did you? Yeah. I'm getting stuff late from you, then. Damn, that instant messenger. 407-916-1041. Triple eight. By the way, I played with a kid. Who? No, baseball oh. growing up. Okay. <laughs> who, who was missing. He ha- he had a gator arm, now that I think about it. And he was a pitcher, and his hero was Jim Abbott. You remember the pitcher yes. Jim Abbott who only had one hand? I remember his uh, episode on Boy Meets World. I forgot he was on Boy Meets World. So anyway, I go and I meet Jim Abbott, because we're going with this kid to meet Jim Abbott when the uh, Rangers played the Angels mm-hmm. back at the old Arlington Stadium uh, growing up in Texas. And it was this whole big thing of, hey, when you walk up to meet Jim Abbott, make sure you extend your left hand to shake hands. Because if you extend your right hand, it's going to be so awkward because he's just going to, Jim Abbott would then stick out his handless arm. And so I just remember this whole pressure walking down to the Angels' bullpen Mm -hmm. of, all right, make sure you shake with your left, shake with your left, shake with your left, shake with your left. And I got down there, and luckily I remembered. But I remember the whole time I'm sitting there with Jim Abbott, and I'm not even looking him in the eye. Just staring at the... Uh, I'm just staring at his knob. At the hook? He didn't even have a hook, man. He had a no? knob. And that guy was great. He fell off for some reason. I forgot what happened. He had some great seasons there. Randy, you're in the hideout on Real Radio. Hey, how you doing? Guys? What's up, Randy? What's up, brother? Hey, I work for a guy that had one of them flipper arms. <laughs> oh, God. Okay, I guess that's another way of saying it. Yeah, and the deal was when somebody new came in, we would tell them the first time you meet this dude, if you don't squeeze that little flipper hand like a man, yeah. you know, don't treat it like a toy. <laughs> squeeze it. <laughs> That he will he will not respect you. He'll he will take it as like almost uh, a sign of weakness, like yeah. you're soft. Yeah, it's an insult. You, you, he's less than a man if you don't squeeze this little gimpy. <laughs> <laughs> That's so odd. Thank you, Randy. Come treat it like a toy. Treat it like one of them toys. There. Come on, shake it. Shake it like you mean it. That's a little visual thing for you guys on the radio. It's doing a little T Rex thing there. Well, Dubs, I didn't know. And, of course, this is all alleged. Cause what? I don't, I don't want the estate of the Stegosaurus deciding to sue a couple of DJs in Florida. They're going to have no Steg problem. Is that the thing from now on? Anything, you know, anything Stegosaurus-like. So from you now have on... to throw a Steg on there. Ugh. We'll take a break. We'll come back. More of the hideout. You know what we should do? Steg love? No. Okay. Show me. We should set up some sort of a contest for the new interns, number one and number two. I'd like them to do something. Now, it can't be Steglove, because we have a male and a female. Yeah. Our first, by the way, female intern ever in the history of the hideout. 
in all its existence. So you have uh, you have to uh, make the bar, set it high. Yeah, you got to set the bar. Now, Chunk set it as the worst intern ever, and somehow he ended up getting hired. And by the way, the two of you are already more important. Chunks, we're going to change your name to number three. Uh, we did that already. Oh, was that what we started with? Yes. Was that here? Yes. Oh, my God. That was here? Yes, and I got down yeah. all the way to 36. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We got the biceratops over there. <laughs> Everybody point and laugh at Chunks. <laughs> we'll take a break. We'll come back. More of the hideout. Real Radio, 104.1. All right, welcome back to the Hideout Real Radio 104.1. Penguin says, with the influx of fashionable dinosaurs after the appearance of the Stegosaurus and possibly a change in sexual preference, it's now easy to figure out why the dinosaurs became extinct. More Is scientific that a little, proof. A little steg bashing there? It seems so. Or it could Stegophobe. Be, it just could be science. Um, dubs... I'm sitting here, mm-hmm. and I'm getting text messages like crazy on my cell phone right now. I got a couple of them from some hot chicks. They're like, when are you going to come over? When are you going to bang me? All that kind of stuff. No, not today, I keep saying. Schizophrenia. Yeah. There's no writing going on. You don't even have a cell phone. You're you're talking into a wooden brick. What? It's not even a cell phone you got there. You got cell phone written on a big block <laughs> of wood. That's odd. Does everybody? Is everybody walking around with wooden bricks? No. Do you have a cell phone? I have a cell phone, yeah. Why am I always getting hosed? Why am I paying $50 then, a month, for a wooden brick? The odd thing is you keep on signing the check to me, which I appreciate. Your middle name's Sprint? Mm Mm-hmm. Son of a bitch. I'm getting hosed. But did you see now where there's this downloadable porn? Vivid is going to make this available to directly the cell phone. And this worries me because a lot of times people are places, and the only reason they don't take care of business, punch the clown, if you will, is because they're like me and they need audio and movement. So what they're going to do, they're, uh, they're going to allow you to download porn onto your, onto your cell phone. Yes. They're already getting it going in Europe. Steg porn? No, I don't think... Well, I guess if people are into that, yes. Wow. But you can have live sex chats, video cams, and the whole thing. So, my question to you is, A, do we really need porn on our cell phones? Yes, I think so. I don't think there's a problem with it. I mean, it's going to have to be regulated, in a way where, hey, if you're looking at porn while you're walking through, like, a mall or something, and, you know, you can't be allowing 14-year-olds and everything to be looking at it with you. Now, can you expect some privacy, though? Because, I mean, how people aren't usually looking over your shoulder at your cell phone, are they? To, like, get numbers or anything, are they? No, but, you know, it's just like, you know, the porn in the cars. If you If people can see it while they're driving right by you, it, you know, it's just like, you know, people think their car is a portion of their house, and it really isn't. Right. You can't be sitting there watching porn in your car, and I don't think you can be walking around the mall with a cell phone with porn running on it. Here's what I worry about. The people who are now going to take care of themselves and punch the clown, like, 
in public restrooms where, let's say they're out at the bar, and they think they're going to take home a honey that night. You know what I mean? But they don't want to be quick draw McGraw. So they decide they're going to go ahead and, you know, clean the pipes. Yeah. But normally they wouldn't be able to do it if they have any visual or audio. So they go into the restroom, handle the business with something they download on the porn. I'm telling you, you're going to see a lot more of this going on if people are able to get pornography on their cell phone. The restroom doesn't bother me. As long as you are in a booth where you can lock the door, I think it's fine. I think then you, uh, you know, you're keeping it away from everybody. And as long as you don't have the audio going real loud, you're fine. 407-916-1041-888-978-1041, star-1041 on your singular wireless phone. Now, here's a question for you. Can you get TubGirl on your cell phone? TubGirl.com? TubGirl.com. Over 18, please. Of course. And probably. I would assume you could easily. In fact, most of these now are already connecting to the Internet, aren't they? Yeah. I'm paying extra for my brick to do that. No wonder I've never been able to connect. Hmm. I do, however, get LemonParty.org on this brick for some reason. And that's a creepy website. Over 18, please. All right, now someone says, Why am I going to watch crappy porn on my phone when I can watch anything I download on my computer on my PSP? Can you really watch on the PSP? What? Yeah. All right, number one and number two are shaking their heads yes. Number one, you first. Do you have a PSP? I do, sir. Damn, how are you able to afford one of those? You're an intern. I'm a talk show host. I, can't, I don't even have one. I deliver Chinese food. <laughs> Did you bring any tonight? No, I didn't. All right, today you, get sir. A, today you get an F. I'm sorry. I hate to do this to you, number one, but today you get an F. Yesterday, I distinctly asked for orange chicken with white rice. You said if we had any extra. And I expect for you to have a little extra, if you know what I mean. All right, but you have a PSP. Yes, sir. Stop calling me sir. Yes, sir. What uh, what is it? Now I've seen the PSP, and mm-hmm. the graphics on this thing are insane. Yeah, the it's, the how it looks visually is great. It doesn't even look, it looks better than the television that I have at home. Yeah, much why? Well, oh, you have a black and white. You're still unscrewing the two things in the back and sliding <laughs> in and screwing it back to get anything on your tube. My thing, I see it in color. Hmm. I don't know if that's my brain filling in or what. But can you watch porn on your PSP? I could if I wanted to. How so? How do you do it? You have to download the uh, pornography from the Internet. Really? Yes, and then you attach the USB cable to the to the PSP in the computer, mm-hmm. and then you just stick it on the memory card. Get out. Yep. All right, I think we need to do... Uh, you can what... view pictures also, which is easier. All right, I think we need to do what we call, this is lesson number one, number one, number two, show prep. And why don't we bring in a PSP with some pornography and see how it looks. And just, you know, test this out. My girlfriend won't allow me to do that. What? Tell her it's for work. Yeah, it's It for works work. for me. All right, now number two says that she's... All right, come on over. Let's introduce number two. Matt Albert's asking if the intern can get him a job. <laughs> if he wants to deliver Chinese food. But if you deliver it, you can't dig into it. Yeah, you can't be eating it on the way. You know, that's not going to be good for showing up, delivering the Chinese. All right, first of all, number two, welcome. Hello. Uh, welcome to the hideout. Wow, a female voice in the hideout. That's a, <laughs> that's a little odd. But you have a PSP, too? I do not. Um, I haven't bought one yet because I don't play video games, but I do want it for the extra stuff like watching porn. Oh, really? Wow. <laughs> and also, too, you can watch the DVDs. Like- yeah, yeah. And you can hook up to the internet. They're going to... 
they have so many accessories that are coming out within the next six months. Like, you can hook your cell phone up to it. You can hook, um, like, the Internet up to it. You can download AIM on it. That kind of stuff is all going to happen. And I, I don't want to buy it until all that stuff comes out. All right, this is what I ask you, J-Dubs. Yeah. Are we now getting to the point where it's almost too much? Like, we're going to be able to walk around with one of these things. It's, I don't know, <laughs> maybe the size of it's really... your wooden brick. God damn this brick. Why does it look like a phone to me? Am I holding up a brick? Yes. It is heavy, and it never fits in my pocket. Jesus. I'm going to take this back. Where to you where? Ha- the woods? <laughs> you going to take it back to an oak tree and say, hey, can I get a refund? It's a brick, not a piece of wood. Wooden, though. Oh. Damn. Um, is it too much to have all of this? Like, I've said this before. I love my iPod. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, I love it. But don't you think that the iPod and, like, the Walkman initially has shut us off from society? Imagine if you're on a plane with a Walkman or an iPod. You don't talk to the person next to you. You don't have to. You have all your entertainment right there in your headphones. But I think as if a society, uh, if we didn't have these things, we'd be more apt to have conversations with each other. I'm sure. You know, you, if you can't entertain yourself that way, you're going to entertain yourself in other ways by actually interacting with people. And don't you think the kids nowadays are essentially shut-ins? Because they don't have to communicate anymore. My little brother does not know how to hold a conversation. Didn't you just say you were a shut-in now? And this is what I'm saying. I'm worried about everyone else being like me. Yeah, you are. You're get, you just got the iPod not too long ago, and it's kind of all setting in with you where... It's taking hey, over your life. Yeah. I'm getting scared. I'm the gonna... iPod in MySpace. It's the only thing you do anymore. Sad. Actually, now he watches movies he rents while he plays video games. You know, the odd thing is, I, I was What's think- wrong with that. I'm multitasking. I was thinking about this. We are. We've had beautiful sunny days lately, and I call you, and you're watching movies during them. Mm-hmm. Why are you out doing something? You know, enjoying the day. Because you it's... can do that at night. You can play those games at night. I do that too. I got a whole system where I can knock out at least two or three games in the NCAA during the afternoon and also after the show. Yeah, you are you're becoming very sad. I need a chick. I think I could help break the cycle. Do you think a chick would help or do you think, you know, just going outside? I guess I would have to meet a chick outside. That would help. Or on MySpace. No. Get off MySpace and go find a real girl. Here's one, one that you can touch and stroke her hair instead of Stroking yourself while she's over, typing to you. Over the age of 18. Here's yes. what I'm looking for. Please. A chick on MySpace who wants to sit with me on my couch listening mm-hmm. to the iPod playing video games. I'm sure Whip Girl's available. Yeah. I'd do her. Yeah. She was hot last night. She'd do you. <laughs> no, I'm not into that. Let's take a break. We'll come back. What are you doing that power drill? I'm not Stega. <laughs> it's the Hideout. Real Radio 101. You're definitely Steg. Stop. All right, welcome back into the Hideout Real Radio, 104.1 IML Hefe, and that is J-Dubs. 407-916-1041, one and Star-1041, single wireless phones. Mm-hmm. Hopefully your phone's real, unlike mine, apparently. I'm walking around with a wooden brick, talking into it. I don't know who's talking back to me. That's something i got to go to the doctor. Tyler Durden. He's always calling. That Bateman. Our new interns are here, number one and number two. And Chunks, with the new interns being here, you are now third Mike. Congratulations, you're in the studio. Uh, thanks. 
Ooh. You're in here with me. Oh, thanks, man. It's actually good not to be so lonely here in this big, you know, studio here. I'm very scared right now. Why? Well, I what? I'm gay. Because you guys aren't that nice. Oh, come on. We got a couple of people over there, number one and number two, to answer the phone. I've got immunity from that damn taser. No, you're fine. You don't have a taser coming. I no gotta, taser. Nothing's coming, dude. You're There's just... no taser. I'm sitting right here. Sit back down. Right. Where'd Bateman go? Hey, seriously, come on. Just have a seat. You got immunity. He's just going in there and drinks of Coca-Cola in Dubs' studio. Stay, stay back. Sit down. Where'd number one go? Hey, come on, seriously. He did whip you yesterday, from what you said, the hardest. But no, we were talking about my cell phone. Mm-hmm. And I'm... And you say I'm walking around the wooden brick. Yeah, well, that cell phone's never worked. And I wonder if that's why when I give my number to chicks, they don't ever call me back. Like, you know, like I'm going out, I'm out at the bar, and I tell them, hey, call me. I mean, you probably made that number up in your head, so someone's getting phone calls. All right, I want everybody to dial this number. Don't. Why are you looking at me like that? 703. No, 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 no. No, that's not it. 703. No, 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 no. Please. 975. No, 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 no. Please. 9, 7, God 5, damn it. You said a just call me. I want to see if my Don't cell phone it. works. Brick. It doesn't work. It doesn't work at all. I just want to see if my cell phone works. Because apparently I'm walking around with a wooden brick. Sounds like something's ringing. I hate you guys. Is that my cell phone? No, I don't think so. I don't see it ringing. Yeah, it's not ringing. Oh, it's Chunks's. Who's yeah. calling you? Great. Thanks a lot. What? Why would you guys give out my number like that? I thought it was my number. It's not your number. You're walking around with a brick. Well, he's been giving out to chicks for so long, you guys. Uh... I just thought, why are they not calling me? 19 new voicemails. 19 already? I'm not kidding you. That's what popped up. <laughs> oh, great. That's really odd. Why is it not odd at all? Why would you give it out? Do look at it. What's really odd is that I've been giving out the wrong phone number. I guess I've been giving out your phone number, Chuck. I guess so. Are you kidding me? Tommy, why didn't you dump that? Dump uh, what? This is my phone number. That wasn't your phone number. That was 703-975-1495. No, it wasn't. That was wrong, man. That's Hefe's. It's not Hefe's. It's not? No. Would you like me to give you your number? That doesn't work, obviously. Yeah, because it's a brick. All right? I feel shafted. You don't feel shafted. You're sick. That's why you brought me in here, because you want to see how I look. When you get my number out again, look at it. It's not stopping, and it won't. <laughs> I still got that one nut from D.C. who called all the time with his creepy little voice. How did he get your number? You guys gave it out over there, too. No, right? that was Hefe's number we gave out out there. You didn't give out Hefe's number. Yes, we did. That was my phone number. Why is my phone ringing then? Why is it ringing? Tommy, are you calling me? God damn, I don't even... Just area code doesn't even make sense. 22 new voicemails. Look, you don't believe me. Look at what does that say? Ass! It says 22 new... 
You were just a popular guy, I think. I don't think that was your number that we gave out. UFO Phil, you're in the hideout on Real Radio. Hi. Uh, stop with the breathing in the phone. Happy, happy. What? Okay, I can I can fix your wooden brick so that it actually works like a real phone. Can I you? Have, yeah, I really I I can I really can do that. I, what, I know how. What do I have to do? Can you keep a secret? Yes, I can keep a secret. All right, I'm gonna fly out there. I'm gonna take the brick. I've got a couple transducers and some ICs and some wires. I'll stick them in there. You'll be able to contact. You'll be able to start dialing out immediately. All right. I need this to happen as soon as possible, UFO Phil. That's I've been, fine. I need, I've been running around. And by the way, I'm stopping payment on those checks, apparently made out to J-Dubs. Okay. Well, look, I, I can fly out um, next week and do this, but um, there's only one catch. What? You'll only be able to call Zaxxon. Uh, that's no good then. Thank you, UFO Phil. Stop, okay. stop breathing in the phone. No, I'm not. Please. Damn it. Oh, stop. He can't hang up a phone correctly. Damn it! What's wrong? It's not stopping! Why do you guys do this all the time? Hide out. Hi, this is Nick Spall 99. God damn it, shut it! <laughs> shut the hell up! Who are you? Nick, Nick Spall oh, 99 with a K. Dump it! Nick, dump it! Nick Spall 99 at AOL. Come on! I was wondering if you could IM me sometime. All right, was that Knicks, like like the basketball team, the Knicks? No. Yeah, the crappy team, the Knicks. Spell the K. 99. All right, thank you, Knicks Ball. Knicks Ball 99. Knicks Ball, thank you. Look, Why? I'm really... No, you're not. Why? It's my mistake. I've been walking around with a brick for a cell phone for the last... This is not my problem. I got a real one and threw it off the hook. All right? Stop screaming. God damn it! You're, you're, you know, very important right now. I'm not very important Chris. right now. No, you're not. Why? Turn, Chris, turn down your radio. walking around with a brick for a cell phone for the last... <laughs> That's funny. Time machine. That's weird. We said that 16 seconds ago. Mm-hmm. Bobby Hill, you're in the hideout. Hey, Hefty. Hey, Dubs. Uh, Hefe. Um, Hefe, you ass. What do you want? Uh, uh, sorry, Punch. Um, anyway, <laughs> uh, see, I don't get why Corolla's going to bring me up and say that I'm crazy for keep calling him because I'm from D.C. and that's me who keeps calling him. All right. Well, now It's obviously not. Apologize to Bobby Hill. It's not Bobby Hill who keeps calling me. Trust me, I know the creepy-ass voice. It's a guy who just sounds like he's just grabbing himself down. And he's like, uh, hey, uh, is this Corolla? Uh, and it's Chunks, by the way, now. Yeah, but not to this A. He doesn't realize that we've moved. It's not funny! God damn it! Stop yelling. What do you mean stop yelling? What kind, of an, what kind of an example are you setting to the interns? Damn, dude, my phone's ringing! Look at number one and number two and say you're sorry. One and number two. Why am I sorry to them? For yelling. God, God damn it! Stop saying God damn it. Yes, number one. So when people call, I'm supposed to say God damn it. Damn it, and then hang up on uh, them. You know what you're doing? You see what? You see the example that you're setting for number one? You know what? Uh, not really. I'm trying to keep my composure right now, but I'm a little, little bit upset. Let me see your, let me see your cell phone. No. Just let me see it real fast. What am I gonna do? Give out the number? Apparently, I've been doing that for years. Yeah, apparently. Ah, you got a lot of phone calls. Yeah, I do. Your phone's ringing off the hook. Hold on, let me answer this one. Hello, this is Chunks' phone. Chunk, no, this is Hefe. You're talking to me right now. What's? 
Oh, that's great. He's calling. He says he's been listening for a long time. I'm glad he's on it. Well, hey, thanks. And anytime you want to call and say that, leave a message. I prefer you call the phone probably around 4.30. But oh, thank yeah. you, bro. In the morning. In the morning. God damn it. Come on. You got another call. Yeah, why do you answer that? Answer the phone. I don't want to. It's ridiculous. Thank you for calling, by the way. What? <laughs> what? Beat it. Be nice to the listeners. Rule number one in the hideout, be nice to the listener. I think someone should be punished for teaching, I do nothing. For teaching number one so poorly. What do you want? Any girls calling you? No. It's going... How do you think it's going, man? <laughs> yeah, that's funny. Yeah, I'm a jackass. Thanks. <laughs> Beat it. Number one so poorly. What do you want? That wasn't me. Let's take a break. Hello. Hey, dude, I'm really sorry, man. No, I, you're not. I didn't know what was happening. What's up? That's disgusting. <laughs> I'm not gay, dude. Seriously. All right? Joke's done with. All right? It's the hideout. I don't even think it would fit. Real radio. All right? Maybe you can find someone you can get stego with. Real Radio 104.1. Welcome back into the hideout. I am a Huffin. That is J Dubs. It is Real Radio 104.1. Phone Four. number is 703. No, uh, actually, it's 407. Oh. 407 916 We made that mistake already. Mm. Uh, 888 and Star 1041 on your singular wireless phones. I. I accidentally gave out Chunks' phone number. I just now realized that. I, thought, I still think that's yours. You didn't just realize it, you knew it. You knew it all along. I just, I just can't believe I wasn't... Ah! What's wrong? He's got that squirm on his face again. What are you talking about? He's got that little smirk. Alright, what do you want to go by? Alright, it's not huh? funny. Dude... Hey. All, all the interns are laughing at you now. It's great. Good for a, them. I had a bombshell dropped to me that I've been walking around with a wooden brick thinking it was a cell phone. And I've been giving out apparently your number. Yeah, no. Not even the case. All right, number one saying uh, he's trying to screen phone calls. Oh, about well, yeah. oh phone calls. You gave him a phone number. All right. Hey, I'm sorry. Chunks is yelling. I can't hear you. See what's going oh, on? Oh, poor you. Let's talk to him anyway. It's the problem. Go about your business. All right? I'm trying. You knew it was my number all along. I had no clue. I thought it was mine. God, no, you didn't. Stop saying it like that. Number one is trying to screen a phone call. It's tough. What is he here to say? Give me the phone. Give it to me. I'll do it. Hand me the phone. Give it. <laughs> what? What's your name? He's That's good. What do you want to say? I think he's totally lost it now. I think we broke him. <laughs> Yeah. Yes. I think he needs to calm down. Yeah, definitely. Where's the taser? <laughs> I got immunity. All right, hold on. Turn your radio off. <laughs> All right, see, it's as simple as that. I got immunity. Seriously. <laughs> All right, number one and number two are now scared. I'm scared, too. Scared of what? Okay, I hear somebody running. <laughs> I, I need you to behave, man. That's all you want to say? I really need you to behave. 
Dude, what do you mean behave? I'm trying hard yeah, to behave. Crazy. Stop looking at me like that! Stop! I need you to stop yelling. <laughs> stop yelling. I'm just a little on on the uh, on the edge right now. I'm trying. <laughs> not funny. I'm trying to maintain. He's been drunk all week. I'm trying to maintain a good demeanor, but I'm having some problems. All right. Now you know what's odd is that whenever we try to call you, we can never get a hold of you, and you never call us back. I was drunk. And you're hungover too. Yes. Hmm. We want you to return every single phone call that comes into your phone. Right. And here's a new rule. And I gave you this new rule this afternoon when we were sitting in the hideout off-campus housing. I said, whenever any of the three of us from the show call you, you must answer immediately. If you do not, you need to call back immediately because you have an awful habit of not returning phone calls. And a producer cannot do that. You must always be available at all hours of the night, especially to the listening audience. The funny thing, telling everyone to call me at 4 in the morning, I'm staying with you. I guess I'll just have to smash the phone <laughs> with my wooden brick. It's not funny, man. It's not. Stop laughing. God damn it. You sit back to the edge of your chair. You're laughing. You're rolling around. It's not funny. All right? Turn your mic off. Turn his mic off, please, Bateman. It's getting ridiculous now. Hold on a second, Chunks. You got a phone call. His this mic one, was off, too. This one's on the air. Kay, you're in the hideout. Hi, you guys. Hey, baby. How's it going? Oh, good. I actually, I missed his phone number. I wanted to call him later and cheer him up. Oh, okay. It's uh, 703. No, she doesn't. Don't. <laughs> uh, he's back there. He can dump it Damn out. Damn Skippy. Hold oh. on a second. We'll give it to you off the air. Hold on, Kay. No. Give Kay your phone number. I don't have it. I, I'll give it to you. 703. Don't do it. What? Matt Albert says he knows some people. We're trying to get a hold of you. They're IMing him, but they can't get through. It's chicks who want to date with you. Right! Thubs, I'm sorry, man. Sorry I, about what? It was my mistake. I didn't realize I was giving out his Oh, name. don't worry about you it. You didn't realize it, buddy! I don't, want, I don't want you to beat yourself up over this. And I, I think it's an honest I, mistake. I brought the show to a halt because I accidentally gave out his number. You and, know what? And for I, that, I apologize. But... I don't think you need to apologize. Is there, any, is there anything I can do to make it up to you, Dubs? <sighs> yeah, I mean, you can give it out again. No! Alright, 7.03. Yeah! I'm sorry. I'll just wait in 16 second increments. Alright. Uh, and I can wait till that? you dump all 16 seconds and say it. You want to spell that? I need you to come back in here and be third mic. I can't do that! Yeah, it's not funny, dude! I knew all along in there, you thought I was going to believe it, turn mic, thing. It's a dead mic! Dead mic! Yeah! Turn his mic off. Here's your dead mic! Right there! Yeah, I still hear you, What's his problem? I don't know why he's so angry. I can't believe we can still hear him with all the mics off in that room. We got girls calling saying they want to, uh... We have a girl sitting back there trying to, uh, learn how to work here, and he's screaming on the top of his lungs. It's a very different situation here. What? Situation different! <laughs> Is that the same thing as you normally would do? I'm sorry for being rude. All right, all right. Turn your mic off. 
Can we move on? I already apologized for giving out your number. I don't think you needed to. I think you were fine. I think you were in the right. Why? All right. Shari says, Chunks is so disrespectful. I don't know how you put up with it. Ball gag comes to mind. Mm-hmm. How am I dis? How am I disres- disrespectful? I think we're gonna have to get you a ball gag for when you start chunking out. <laughs> Scott, you got any ideas? I think he needs to take a taser in the boys. I got immunity. I think he needs to stop being a drama queen. Wham wham! My number got given out accidentally. Wham wham! Accidentally? It wasn't accident. You need to calm down. Dude, I am trying to be on the calm side of things, but it ain't working out good. All right? Well, it's not working out well. I don't give a damn if it's well or good or not, man. I'm really trying here. How many times do I have to apologize to you, Jay Dubs? I'm really sorry, Dubs. Hey, I forgive you. Thank you. And I hope Chunks can do the same. No! How many calls you have so far? I don't know. You probably don't have that many. Just check and see how many. Uh, how am I supposed to tell? How many voicemails do you have? It's filled up, apparently. It's like a 27. Hmm. Is yeah. it still ringing? I don't know. If it stopped, maybe we should give it out again. Mm-hmm. It's still ringing, of course. Mm. Great. Well, I need you to call back every listener of The Hideout and say thank you for listening. No, I'm not going to. Why not? Because, man, it's crazy. It's not funny. Okay, you yelling Something is you no good. Something you're funny, man. It's not funny. It's sick. Turn his mic off. Yeah. I'm now annoyed. I'm, I mean, I can't believe him. I'm really annoyed at this point that you would sit here and cry. Katie, you want that number? Yes, I do. Okay, 703. <laughs> Hold on. I'll give it to you off the air. I tell you what, email me and I'll send it to you. Yeah. I'll have at WTKS.com, or if you want it from me, I'll send it to you too. JDubs at WTKS.com. Come on, don't. Anybody who wants it now. Please, come on. Well, we'll take a break and we'll come back. Again, I apologize to you, JDubs. Hey. Apolog- Not for you to apologize to me. I apologize to all the chicks I've been giving the wrong phone number to. <laughs> no, I feel silly. Silly? You feel silly? Take a break. We'll come back. And you're going to calm down. I'm not coming. Come on. Are you, yeah. get, are you getting a taser shot in the neck? I'm immune. Throat. I got immunity. Then shh. Is that your phone ringing? Screwing up the console. It's the hideout. Ironically enough, you're screwing up the show. I didn't screw up anything. I was just trying to sit back here. Kind of even itself out, huh? Real Radio 104.1. Calling Dr. Love, 703. Uh, Welcome back into the hideout, Real Radio 104.1. I am all happy, and that is J-Dubs. 407-916-1041, 407 916 and star-1041 on your singular wireless phones. Where'd Chunks go? Go smoke. Oh, is he pissed? Either that or he's going to do something to your car. I dare him. I absolutely dare him. You know, one of these times he's going to do it. And you know, it's probably going to be something you aren't going to notice for a while. 
Yeah, he's going to, like, uh, mess with your brakes or something. By the way, uh, speaking of real fast, mm-hmm. uh, I was thinking about this today for some reason. I don't know why. Back in D.C. when we were working with our buddies Ron and Fez, mm-hmm. remember when we tricked uh, their old producer Wonder Boy into smashing in his own window? Yeah. And thinking that he won a BMW X3? Mm-hmm. It's this really a long, elaborate bit where we tricked him. Um, BMW had given us an X3 to uh, possibly to drive around and talk about and stuff, and one of the shows would have been able to win one of them. And we tricked this producer into thinking that he was in a competition with J-Dubs to see who would be able to keep the X3, and the contest was that they would have to break in whoever could start their car the fastest without using keys would be able to win. So what happened is you guys locked your keys in uh, your own cars, respectively. Yeah, well, I, I made him think I locked my own keys in my car. But actually, um, you didn't. No. You know what I mean? And so this kid, wanting to win this X3, because he was a bottom two, like chunks, and he never got over. And so we checked him into thinking he could win this. So so he could get into his car first and start his car first to win the X3, we gave him a baseball bat, and he smashed in his own window. He drove the car around the block, yelling and screaming. Imagine if Chunks finally got over. Yeah. This is the way this kid was acting. And then it was broken to him that he didn't really win the X3. And all honestly, he won nothing. And he'd have to drive home his car with a smashed out window. In the middle of winter. In D.C. Yeah. So it ends up. He leaves the show. He leaves Ron and Fez. And on his last night, like with an hour to go on the show, he calls in from downstairs at the old building, WJFK. He calls in. We're like, what the hell's going on? And he smashes out Dubs' window to get back at J-Dubs. Yeah, he smashed out my window. Actually, with the same bat that we, uh, we made him smash out his own with. Because we gave it to him as a going away present, which was kind of dick. <laughs> Oops. Kind of asking for it there. And he immediately leaves for his new job in Nags Head, okay? So then, I didn't realize this. I was, You know that big dent that I have on my Honda? Yeah. I think he did that. Really? Was it the same time? I just remember it showing up somewhere. Like, out of nowhere that did, and I know I didn't hit anything, but I was like, how did this happen? I'm the only one that drives this car. I don't remember hitting anything. Maybe someone backed into me. I guarantee you, Dubs, because I still have that bat. If we went downstairs and acted like we were going to swing and, like, matched it up. It would fit perfectly. I guarantee you it would match up. And that that kid, I've been thinking all along I ran into something, but that kid actually not only busted in your window when he left the Ron and Fez show, he busted in my bumper. Which I would rather have my window busted out than someone hit my bumper and put a big dent. Now I'm pissed at the kid. And by the way, he sent us. What did he? Didn't he IM you, Tommy, when we got here? Yeah, he uh, was like, "Hey, congratulations!" And uh, he said some nice things about me. And he said, "I've always wanted to work at WTKS, but I guess that'll never happen now. Never, especially if I think you really did that to my car." So you know, chunks. Don't you even think about doing anything to my car? Have the phone call stopped yet? Because I got emails off the hook. Yeah, I'm, I'm having trouble keeping up replying to them with your phone number. Oh, wait a second. All right. Shy Girl says, 
I want Chunks' number. I want to be his friend. Right. Please email me his number. I have a pic on my Yahoo profile if he is interested. I'm a black female with a great personality and boobs to match. By the way, welcome to Orlando. And uh, blah, blah, blah. You guys like the show, blah, blah, blah. All right, shy girl, send me your profile. And I'll screen for Chunks. Chunks, you finding a lot of the women like you here? No. All right, another guy says, just lay the phone on me, brother. I'll post that sucker. Don't! He wants to post it on SPKLive.com. <laughs> if Happy won't do it to you, I'll, uh, I'll send it over to you. Come Email on. me, jdubswtcast.com. Hmm. While you're at it, post Nick, Nick's Ball 99. Come on, goddammit! Buttercup, you're in the hideout. Yes, I want Chunks' this number. Are you a dude or a chick? Eh, it doesn't matter. Hold on, I'll give it to you off the air. Yeah, give that to Butter Stuff. Paco, you're in the hideout. Hey, yo, what's up, guys? What up, dude? Hey, I just had a um, great idea. It just came upon me. Mm-hmm. Um, how about you call his voicemail up and check his voicemails that have been left from all those sweet honeys that have been calling in? We could do that. The only thing is, um, and thank you, Paco, they would all have to be notified that we were going to play their voicemail on the air, and we wouldn't be able to do that. So, Chunks, you should probably switch your voice message to say, hey, this is Chunks. Anything you say could be broadcast on Clear Channel Radio so we can play the voicemails from now on. That'd be a smart thing to do. And then once you do that, we'll give the phone number out again for more voicemails. Just not yes. Yeah! (laughs) All right, let me talk to the interns for a second. Number one and number two. I wish I could be more talkative. I, I apologize, but no, I don't am, worry about uh, it. I'm trying to reply to these 50 emails I've gotten so far requesting this number. Come on! I haven't gotten any emails. Right. Oh, Bateman at WTKS.com. Or you can ask Chunks directly at Chunks at WTKS.com. I thought mine was practically a male model at WTKS.com. No, it's not. What? You're 5'5". Five, five. Stop. What? What is this? Um, I'm crazy again. Number... Yeah. What is that? What are you doing back there? Piss. What is the blah? You gotta behave, son. You hear me? Yeah. You want more spankings from Whip Girl? No. By the way, you're going with her to that dom. You're no. Gonna, you're gonna be her bitch for a weekend. I'm not gay. Doesn't that doesn't mean you're mo? And there's nothing wrong with that. Number two, I want to sincerely apologize to you as well. It's okay. You've had to deal with a lot of yelling back there. You're trying to learn. It's your first night in the hideout, your internship. And number chunks, Ch- wonder chunks, is uh, is just not setting a good example. No, not at all. Was- now, now, chunks, I want to know, um, what is your uh, your your phone plan, and how much do you think you're gonna get charged for all this? Probably a lot. Why? Why do you think? Sam's ringing off the hook. Is there a problem with text messages? Come on, dude. Serious. All right, I'm going to dump that. <laughs> I dumped it. You're an ass. <laughs> it's bad enough. See, I'm trying to help you out. Yeah, thanks. They didn't hear that in Central Florida, but they heard it worldwide on realradio.fm. Damn it. <laughs> Come on, dude. It's not funny. It's not funny. All right. You know what? Go sit back there. Fine. I'll do it. Watch me go in the corner like I can. 
Three and a quarter. Chunks is in timeout. Ah! Ah! What is that? I don't even understand what you're doing. Stop with the noises. We'll take a break and we'll come back. It's the Hideout Real Radio 104.1. Welcome back here to the hideout. <laughs> yeah. I cut it out. I'm afraid if this may not be the edited version. Now, take it down now. Uh, it's the hideout real radio. Ever since We've been that, caught with that. Ever since that once, so I'm worried about that. It's the hideout real radio 104.1 IML Huffy, and that is J Dubs. Uh, if you want to participate, 407-916-1041-888-978-1041, star-1041 on your singular wireless phones. Email is elhefe at wtks.com, elhefe, E-L-J-E-F-E, and Dubs is busy typing away at jdubs at TV, uh, wtks.com, and that's 1B. Now, I I want everybody to, uh, you know, kind of take a look at Chunks and realize you don't have to feel sorry for him. I've had a, a few people email me, say they feel bad for him when he starts yelling. And I don't want people thinking, you know, we're the bad guys here. Because we do nothing wrong. You know, it's... It was an accident. Yeah. Chunks is turning people against us, and I don't like it. I think he needs to be punished. If you're really turning people against the hosts... It's at that point that you need to be put in your place. I'm just sitting in the corner. Why can't I still hear you? So I'm just... Back up, back up. Further away. Go sit. I literally, I need you to face the corner. Fine! Are you facing the corner? Yeah! I just need you to sit there with the face in the corner. That's right! <laughs> and answer your phone. Dubs, go get the taser. Okay. Hey! I can still hear you. Oh, damn. Take your headphones off. I got immunity. Damn. You're, you're answering all those emails, right? Yes, I am. Um, Apparently, mm -hmm. the neo-Nazi quote-unquote movement is using email as well to spread their propaganda. It used to be that spam email, I guess... Was for like snake oil medicines and yeah, just uh, enlargements and uh, enhancements. But now they're actually trying to get out there and sell the neo-Nazi ideology as well. Yeah, they're uh, kind of uh, sending some messages out there with kind of uh, broad titles, and these are some things you should look out for that might be in your inbox. Delete them right away. It ends up being uh, neo-Nazi propaganda. Okay, so this is in the subject heading then. Yes, yeah, so the subject heading like. Uh, Click here to make the world's average penis size smaller. So that that one is, you know, I guess, you know, click here to try to get rid of other races. Other races. And that one you have to delete. I like immediately. how they're, they're self-deprecating. Yeah, well, they, you know, they have their own little sense of humor. All right, I got one of these. Click here for your free fake Hitler mustache. They actually put it in the mail? Definitely just delete it. Yeah, they'll put that in the mail. You know, Are you sure that's not a, a porn one? <laughs> okay, you know what? Maybe that's not one you want to delete. Click here for less info on why to hate. 
Why less info? Well, because, you know, they they hate for no reason. So, you know, you got to have less info. And you click on it, and it just says, why not? Yeah, why not? Just do it. Just hate this person. It just has a bunch of pictures of people with different skin color and says, why not? Because Grandpa said so. <laughs> click here to bully people with less power than you. Delete that one immediately. You don't want that one. And it's a spam, man. It's everywhere. Click here for free head, uh, bald head and boot shine. And why is it that's the one? Why is that the one where uh, that's their bit? What, the uh, bald head and the boot shine? Yeah, they always have the nice shined up boots and the bald head. Now, is this also coming out on the AOL Instant Messenger? Like, can you get one of these, you know, like, click here for red suspenders that cut off blood to your brain? Would that get sent on the AOL Instant Messenger? Yes, it would. To Nixball99? Yes, it would. That could end up in Nixball99's inbox, no problem. And he had to delete that one. That you're supposed to be facing the corner. I am! No, you're not. I can see you. You act like I can't see you. Get in. People Get in. can't see us in the hideout, but I can still see you back there in Bateman's basement. Great. Are right, you know how they got those like where you can click on something, you can win like something free? Mm-hmm. Apparently they have send this email to five impressionable white kids who hate their parents and win tickets to the blue collar comedy tour. You need to delete that one. They aren't going to give you the tickets. And I don't think that's right. I don't think that blue-collar comedy tour is that way. No, I don't think they are either. It was just, you know, something that they're fans of, and they want, you know, they, they think that they can get some people to spread their hate by offering tickets to it. All right. Also, you got to delete. Click here for the super-secret decoder armband. I almost clicked on that one. Almost. I want, I want to know what the super-secret was. All right, there is um, click here... If you like to shoot, quote-unquote, cans. So, and I've got these coming in now all of a sudden at all half eight WTKS. Make sure you delete them. i got to delete. Look this one. Click here for free white sheet cleaning. Delete. No, thank you. I can't believe. Now, it's everywhere now on the Internet, this hatred. Yeah, the one that, uh, the one I actually did click, and I, uh, you know, Almost kind of joined up for it. It said Slayer fans unite, and uh, I clicked on it. I wanted to unite with the rest of the Slayer fans. Slayer, Slayer. You know, if you go to a concert, no matter what, if you yell Slayer, you'll get other people to yell it with you. I, I've been in the the bathrooms before, or even like right around the pit. You just yell Slayer. And everybody just starts dancing. Say it again. Slayer. It's so true. Slayer. Are you a big Slayer fan? No. Alter Sacrifice is a great song, though. Yeah. Got to admit it. It's one of my favorites. Is Chunks' phone still ringing back there? Is that bothering you, interns? I know you're trying to learn. It's not bothering you. They're not worried about it. Hey, look at this. Sir Gary the Prophet. Good evening. How are y'all tonight? We're outstanding. How are you, sir? I'm doing pretty good, thank you. Uh, I always enjoy this program very much for entertaining performative. Yeah, it's very informative. Yes, sir. You have a good, 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 wonderful program. It's, it's good to hear y'all's voice on the radio every every evening. Well, and here's the other thing, too. I don't know if you know this, Sir Gary the Prophet. Uh-huh. I, um... I'd like you to be able to get a hold of someone from the show personally. Yeah, I want you to be able to call me at any time with any problem you may have. Yes, sir. Did you get that phone number earlier? 
Uh, what do you? Come on, Trunk. No. Give it to Sir Gary the Prophet. That's him, I'll give it to. <clears throat> All right. I want number number one's going to talk to you, and I'm going to give you our personal phone number for you to call at any time. Uh, yes, sir. Thank you. Thank you. Hold on. Hold on. Make sure he gets that number one. Go ahead and give it to him. No, you give it to him. Make sure he has that phone number. Oh, I got another one. God, these neo-Nazi Fowler uh, things just keep coming through. I don't understand this one that I got. Click here for Hillary Duff porn. That doesn't even make sense. I got this uh, click here to visit Fowlerville. Isn't that your hometown? Yeah. Hmm. Click here if you have blue eyes and blonde hair. Delete. That's not me. Oh, that's me. Click here for the all-white sale. Delete. And now it's just overridden on my email. Now it's just everywhere. This neo-Nazi hatred. Dubs, we should take a break. And now i got to delete all the spam from uh, lf8wtks.com. <laughs> Click here... Uh... Click here if you want Chunks' number. All right, we'll take a break. We'll come back. It's a hideout. It's a hideout. Real Radio 104.1. All right, welcome back into the hideout. Real Radio 104.1. I am El Jefe, and that is J-Dubs. 407-916-1041-888-978-1041 and star-1041 on your singular wireless phones. Denise the Peace uh, just sent me the pictures from Thursday night show mm-hmm. when Chunks was um, getting the nair ripped off, and it is so dirty because he's there in his new bra and panties with his legs spread, and you're reaching down in between his legs getting ready to rip that stuff off. By the way, you look good, though. You look thin and you look tanned. Then there's another picture of Denise DePeace mm-hmm. um, when she was in studio. I need to see this picture of this girl. Oh, come on over. I'll show it to you. Yeah, you need to check her out. She's hot. And then there's I a... can't believe I was going to see her yet. And then there's a picture of me sitting at Club Paris, and I am so drunk. You can just see how obliterated I am. Yeah, you were very, very drunk. That's the night I uh, videotaped you, and I am uh, starting with my yeah, thank documentary. You. There she is, dude. Not bad. Not bad at all. And that's who wants ch- uh, chunks. What? Isn't that insane? The uh, dominatrix seems to want him, too. Not only to do chores around his house, but, like, uh, other things, too. Oh. Other things, chunks. <laughs> boom, boom, smack. So, thank I'm going to have to get these up on the website. we got to get these up on realradio.fm. I should forward these to you. Hey, Denise the Peace, I know you're listening. Forward these on to uh, Bateman at WTKS.com and Chunks at WTKS.com and J-Dubs. Man, I look drunk. But I look thinner, though. It actually looks like I have a neck. That's how, that's how I can tell if I'm doing okay, if you can see my neck. Hmm. All right, now I'm starting to think I'm hideous again. I look like such a perv sitting there. I'm sitting there with my drink at Club Paris, obviously staring at some chick's ass, looking away. So creepy. You were very creepy that night, too. I mean, you were uh, the way you were dancing with people was just disgusting. Whatever. I'm a great dancer. Not that night. Oh, man, come on. 
All right, now everybody's asking me to forward them the picture of Denise the Peace. That's not going to happen. I have a radio show to do. If you send it to me, I'll send it to everybody. No, you have a radio show to do, too. Oh, damn it. I'm having so much fun sending everybody Chunks' phone number. Are you really sending it to them? Yeah. We told them we would. All right, good. And it's now beginning to, like, mess with the board a little bit or something because my earphones, my headphones sound funny from Chunks' phone ringing constantly. I don't know if anyone else is picking that up. I don't think you could hear it on the air. But I accidentally, and for those of you just now tuning in, we accidentally gave out Chunks' number about an hour ago. Accidentally. And it's just been ringing off the hook ever since. I need to see those pictures of you drunk. Hmm. You have an entire videotape of it. What do you I know. Need pictures you were an alcohol pig that night. Alcohol pig? What is that? What do you have to have Drink the pig a, on? Drinking like from a trough. Let's say that, you know what's uh, odd? Where did I go to? Like, here in Central Florida. I went somewhere in Central Florida where they had a trough. Oh, I know where it is. It's that place right down the street, uh, Antobar. And they got one of those, um, is it trough? I guess, to, were you to, to go to the bathroom in? To go number yes. one. Yeah, so it's a trough. And I couldn't go. It was packed in there, and I was like, I'll hold it. In fact, I ended up going into the Hotel, hotel North Orlando to use the restroom. Because I can't go on a trough. Man, in fact, I'm scarred as a kid because at the old Arlington Stadium we were talking about where the Texas Rangers used to play, mm-hmm. there they had, like, troughs. But they were double-sided. So it wasn't like you just, everybody faced the wall. You were facing each other and going. And I was like, no. And my dad would get pissed. I thought I saw a trough in your bedroom, too, right in front of the sleigh bed. It says piggy trough. No, that's actually just a storage case. Oh, it looks like a trough to me. And why does it say piggy trough on it? And why it doesn't? And if someone wrote that on there, I'm going to be pissed. Chunks. All right, just for that. Seven oh three. All right. What's you're, your problem? You're laughing a little too hard back there, sister. You hear me? Yes. <laughs> What the hell is that? Something got stuck in my nose. Alright, Shari says, uh, you're not a perv. The pics on the web of you look good. Thank you. I'm not talking to you. And I think it was actually maybe meant for chunks. What? I'm telling you, for some reason, the chicks here, they like his eyes. I think we should gouge him out then. <laughs> <laughs> I think she'd be wearing sunglasses at night, <laughs> like the song says. Yeah, Corey Hart. <laughs> I can't believe you know that one. Yeah, that was a great tune. <laughs> you didn't like this tune growing up? Wasn't he all sweaty in the video and like all like over dramatic or something? He was cool. Hmm. That's it, Chunks. From now on, you have to wear sunglasses. You got a hideous body, an awful face. For some reason, God gave you decent eyes. If you're not going to let us gouge them out, you're wearing sunglasses. What? What? Shh. <laughs> you ass. Hey, let's talk to number two for a second. Our intern. Yeah, we uh, we haven't really gotten used to her yet. We need to get her on the air a little bit more. We haven't. We haven't. Number one has been handling the phone calls. She's been doing a pretty good job. 
Number two is here. Where are you going to school, number two? Rollins College. Where's that? It's off Fairbanks in Winter Park. Okay, very good. And have, what are you learning so far today? Nothing. <laughs> good. Exactly. And That's, that's because Chunks is teaching you. And that's what you're going to learn. I learned that yelling in the studio is not good. <laughs> exactly. And it gives everyone a headache, doesn't it? That's right. Not only in the studio, but also when they're listening over the air. Absolutely. So yelling is not to be done. Damn, I just got these pictures of uh, Chunks getting waxed. I am tan. I'm telling you, you're not looking bad, except for the fact that you're reaching between a man's pants <laughs> or man's legs. Other than that, what do you hope to accomplish here, number two? To make a third mic and push chunks out of the way. All right, congratulations. <laughs> You've done it. Sorry, chunks. Going back to phones. <laughs> no, he's not even... Oh, please, like he's going to be on phones. I'm actually really, really waiting for... I got DJ, our buddy from D.C., says Corey Hart is his cousin. Don't brag about that, buddy. That's we co- keep that one to yourself. No, that's cool as hell. Book him for the show. Chunks, get on that. Yeah. You're now just... You, you can book him for an entire show. That's the thing. Corey Hart will be on your entire show if you want him to. He'll be third mic for a whole night. I'm sure he'd be willing to... Hey, man, just pay me uh, pay me $7 an hour. I'll sit in with you guys. You don't even have to make me full time. You guys need a producer? We Here's sure? our producer, Corey Hart. Hey, Corey. Hey, what was the name of that? Wasn't there a guy who applied for the night job at the Edge when we were working in Lansing, Michigan, who used to be in Stabbing Westward? Yeah, I think he was. In, I think he was one of the guitarists for Stabbing Westward. He applied for a night gig that, play, that paid seventeen thousand a year. I beat him out for that job. Yeah, I beat out the guy from Stabbing Westward for nights in Lansing. I took it to number one, baby. Yeah, imagine if Stabbing Westward was there. Imagine those rock blocks. It'd be nothing but. Just constantly. It's time for it's eight thirty, time for stabbing westward. Two for. How many songs does Stabbing Westward have? Like one? Yeah, like one tune. Is this it? What's the name of it? Uh So Far Away. No, that's Stained. Stained did that one. What? I don't even recognize this. This wasn't a hit. They had to have one hit. Oh, here's the... What's the hit? What do I have to do? This was the hit? Save yourself. Oh, God. No wonder I beat him out for nights. Oh, yeah, this is... Didn't this have that girl in the panties? Like, running around like these red panties? I don't remember the video. I just remember the girl. You know what? I remember this being, like, a remix on the Spawn soundtrack. Yeah. With, like, Metallica or something. I don't know. That was such an interesting soundtrack. They mixed all these people, like Manson and the Sneaker Pimps. Oh, actually, they have two uh, They have two hits. Uh, the Save Yourself one and... Uh, What's the other one? What do I have to do? Didn't they do that on uh, Judgment Night, though? I don't know. Wasn't that Judgment Night or Judgment Day? With uh, Dennis Leary, they put like it was uh, Judgment Night. Yeah, they put all those like rap and like metal groups together. I like that though, man. I like when they do stuff like that. Do you like that new trend? What are they called? Verses? She, uh, the new intern number two. She was like, "Is that all you guys listen to? Is new metal?" <laughs> <laughs> what are we supposed to be listening to? 
there's such a variety of music in the world. Like, you guys listen to the same, like, crappy, generic, new metal stuff over and over again. What's crap? You're crappy? off to a great start. <laughs> yeah. You're really endearing Sorry. yourself. <laughs> If you look through my our uh, our catalogs at home, they're very diverse. Now I'll show you my iPod. I got rap on there, hip hop, country, pop. <laughs> what? What are you laughing at? iPod. <laughs> I'm sorry if I'm not cool enough. And uh, I like System of a Down in a Perfect Circle. I guess I'm a sellout. Guess they're not talented. I don't even know this song. You, you don't know something? You will once I get to What do I have to do? Alright, I do remember this time. Yeah. Because I, I think I think this is like uh, on one of our uh, Mothers Against Drug Driving videos or Students Against Drunk Driving videos. I think this was one of the songs in there right next to uh, uh, that Phil Collins song. They're called mashups, yeah. where it's they put the rap and the rock stuff together. It's hey, actually, wasn't this a Stabbing Westward song? I think this is Stabbing Westward. I guess this is uh, what number two wants us to do with Brian at Horizons. Fine. Poison. Poison it is. I want I want to come back with every rose has its thorn. Let's take a break. We'll come back. It's the Hideout Real Radio 104.1. Get your lighters out. We both lie silently still in the dead of the night. Although we both lie close together. We feel miles apart inside Was it something I said something I did Did my words not come out right? Though I tried not to hurt you Though I tried But I guess that's why they say Every rose has its thorn Welcome back into the hideout Just like Real Radio 104.1 You've never experienced a live show until you see Poison live The new intern number two wants us to broaden our horizons So we're going to do that I'm just now getting into Poison By the way, Dubs, you took out your lighter? Yes I just opened up my cell phone That's the new thing to do Did you know that? Well, yeah, if your cell phone actually works That's fine since you are just carrying around some wooden brick. Is that why people were laughing at me at the Green Day show? I was just holding up a brick? You know, this whole, this whole stuff starting to come uh, make a little bit of sense now. Yeah. Hmm. I thought it was really odd, though, when I was at the Green Day and My Chemical Romance show that people were holding up their cell phones and not their lighters. If you're at Ben Folds 5, you could hold up that brick and no one will say a word about it. Why? Why do that joke? That's a new rock alternative joke. That's what that was. I think anyone even knows who Ben's Fold 5 is. Hey, did you see this survey? Yes, sir. I'm so tired. I'm just pooped right now. And it's Tuesday. And there's a study that came out that said most young American adults are exhausted after their weekends and even depressed by Monday morning. 
Oh, do you think they're depressed because they're listening to Ben Folds? Probably. You're tired, aren't you? Day after Christmas. God, I remember sitting in radio studios overnights playing this song. Yeah. And thinking, God, I want to throw myself out the window. Is that the Brick song? Yeah. I think it's like about abortion. Yeah, it's about abortion. Uplifting. Is it really? Yeah. I didn't know that. Is he for it or against it? I think like uh, it's about his girlfriend had one or something, or that's it's from that perspective or something like that. That's cool. Up the stairs. I don't know if dudes realize that's the greatest thing a chick could probably ever do for you. Yeah. And that's not me being a shock jock. I truly believe that's the greatest gift a woman could give you. Just saying, you know what? We're not ready for this. No wonder girls cry during this song. I'll always like, hi, it's the overnights. Uh, Mix 100 is Maverick. What do you want? I'd like to hear Ben Fultz five brick, please. Why, why I'm, are I'm waiting for my boyfriend to pick me up. He's circling the block. Oh, what do you guys? He owes me 50 bucks. You going to the movies? No, no, no. Wow, I didn't realize that. Yeah. You learn something new every day. I've been carrying out a, carrying around a wooden brick. I thought it was a cell phone. And this guy's talking about abortions. But, Dubs, do you find yourself more depressed on Mondays than usual? Uh, yeah, I do. Like, especially Monday morning. Monday night, I'm basically over the whole Monday thing. But, yeah, Monday morning, when I just look at my week and know how, all the stuff I have to do. And imagine people who have real jobs. You know, I mean, believe it or not, this show is actually kind of tough work. And it's not real hard, but, you know, there is yeah, work. There, there's goes, definitely tougher work out there, but. There's, you know, work goes into it. We don't just come in here and play. Believe it or not, some of this stuff's actually planned. But I, I've always had this theory. Thursdays, greatest day of the week, especially on a Thursday night. That's why you see a lot of people going out on a Thursday night. And you know why? You still have that anticipation of the weekend. Mm-hmm. It's like, man, I'm going to go out tonight, I'm going to get loaded. And you see this in college a lot of times, too. I'm going to get loaded, and I'm just going to maybe I'll make it through my, I'll sleep through my Friday class, or I'll sleepwalk through work, and then the weekend is here. Yeah. So Thursday, to me, has always been the greatest day of the week. I used to love it because Friends was on. Well, that's you. Then, on the other side, Sunday is the worst day to me, because then you have the whole anticipation of the upcoming work week, and there's so much pressure on a Sunday to do something cool. You ever realize there's nothing? You don't want to sit at home on a Sunday because you feel like you're wasting a day. And, man, I've done that a lot over the weekend, these past couple weekends, mm-hmm. where I'm like, what did I do this weekend? I watched some movies, and that's it. Where did the whole weekend go? Yeah, that, that always kills me when Sunday morning rolls around, and I think back to what little stuff I did over the time I had over the weekend. I tend to get more done on a Monday or a Tuesday just because I'm trying to get through it. Right. You know? Exactly. That's when I'll go out and do all my stuff and try to get stuff done just because I want it to be over. And then you have the other thing, too, of like people saying the weekends are when they get their errands done. Yeah. Like they got to go to the grocery store. They got to do the dry cleaning. They got to do, they got to run up to, you know, Costco and that kind of stuff. And then before they know it again, it's done. It's over. And then you end up sleeping in all weekend, which kills your weekend right there, too. I think we should move toward the French system. How's that? Four-day work weeks. I like that. We were supposed to be at that point by now. What happened? What happened to the flying car in the four-day work week? Let me ask you this. Mm-hmm. 
if they said, okay, what's the usual work day? Eight, nine hours a lot of times? If they said to you, 11-hour work day, but you're doing it four days a week. I would do it. Or even 10, because you're supposed to work, what, 40 hours a week? Although rare people rarely do nowadays. Yeah. 10-hour work day, no lunch break. Well, I mean, maybe 15 minutes. You yeah, know? you get like a half hour in the middle of the day. Eat at your desk or whatever. Would you do that? Yes. Hmm. Wouldn't that be great, having Friday nights to actually go out and Saturday night, and then Sunday you can actually recoup and feel like you are accomplished? Man. Why did the French get it right? They get a lot of stuff right. They do. Fries. Yeah. Oh, I love a French fry. Maybe that should be a new uh, thing for one of the interns. French fries. Who gets French fry duty? Duty. Chunks? Number two, you go get French fries? Good. That makes up for that whole music thing. Yeah. She actually pissed me off. Did she really? Yeah, I hate a music nerd. <laughs> no offense, number two. It's not so much music nerds because you've called me music nerd before. Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> Such an ass. But, like, I don't like when people are like, oh, you only like one thing. There's so much out there. You know? Oh, yeah, there's a lot out there. And I'll say this, too. Most of it's crap. I wouldn't say that. Well, I mean, you guys say, like, anything. Okay, like, even, like, the local bands and that kind of stuff. You're throwing all that in there. No, no, I no. Think, I'm, I not, think... I'm, not saying, I'm not saying that local bands are crap. In fact, I'm willing to say that there are a lot of local bands that are greater than national acts. No, I agree. But, you know, there's a lot of, like, out of, like you get two good local bands out of about 20. Yeah, but I mean, I think that's even with pop culture bands. Yeah. That are actually good, I would say. It's the same with television shows, radio shows. It's just, and it's the You're same. You're listening to one of the lucky two. You, right now, tuning in. <laughs> You're lucky. You, you happen to find one of the, uh, one of the gyms. But when you think, like George Carlin says, when you're talking about babies, everybody thinks their baby's the greatest. But babies are like the rest of humanity. There are a few winners and a whole bunch of losers. And I think that goes for everything, including bands. Mm-hmm. So I don't want to hear how you're into ska metal or whatever it is. Maybe there are two good bands that do that. Oh, I, I enjoy a lot of ska. I enjoy a lot of punk. I enjoy... and But I'm just saying, out of the thousands that do it, maybe there's three good bands. No. There's way more than three. Just because you don't... See, you're doing the same thing that they do to you. No, I'm not saying. I'm saying there's probably something good in there. There is definitely a lot of good stuff there, and you are just... You're stereotyping just like they stereotype you. New metal's where it's at. And old school hip-hop. Can we at least agree with that? There's a lot of good stuff there, too. And I like pop music. What are you, like 40? How old are you? I'm 27. And would you tell her to say that? No, I'm editing. Ass? Not 40. 42. 27. <laughs> Sorry, John. I'm 27. How old are you? Four. Huh? 24. How old are you, Bateman? I'm editing Phil Hendry. Let me along. You're 27. You shut it. I'm not 27. 28? No. How old are you? 26. Are you really? Yeah. Can you believe that Chunks and Dubs are the same age? And I guess number two is the same age. Yeah. What about you, number one? How old are you? 23. 
God damn. Why am I the oldest in here? If you're a senior citizen, you'd like the intern for the hideout. You need someone to make you feel better? How is that I'm 27? I feel old in here. Because you are. You're the oldest one in here, so you should feel old in here. because you like that old crappy music. All right, you're going to get... We're going to start treating you like one of the guys I'm about to punch in your throat. I fight back. I want a wrestling match between you and Chunks. Oh, at, I don't want to hurt him. At some point. Here's the... Uh, I think this is uh, your favorite song on your iPod, right? What? I mean, it fits perfectly into your age range. Good music now, though. I'm 27! This is the first song I learned to play on guitar. Oh, like I... Like I'm old. At least I'm talented. Great White Rocks. This was a remake, though. They didn't Mm -hmm. write it. I didn't like the original. It came out when I was four. You don't even know who the original's by. Doesn't matter. Take a break. We'll come back. It's the hideout. (laughs) Radio 104.1. Music for my generation. Yeah. Piano's great. I think this is one of the uh, attachments that the uh, white power people send you. Click here for 99 loft balloons. <laughs> Welcome back into the Hideout Row Radio 104.1 IMLF, and that is Dubs. And the phone numbers, 407-916-1041, and Star1041 on your singular wireless phones. There's also the AOL Instant Messenger, um, Real Radio Hideout. A couple of other things just in the news. I just... Just real quick, we don't yeah. have to go in depth, but um, <laughs> Mexico's president, Vincente Fox, yeah, and apparently he was refusing to apologize and then saying that his words were um, taken out of context or not translated correctly. And there was a misunderstanding. But basically saying um, Mexicans in the United States do the works that blacks won't commonly uh, do. Do you find that to be true? I don't think it's blacks. I think he was wrong in singling out blacks. I think Mexicans do jobs that American, no one won't, okay. Americans won't do, without a doubt. And um, Now, I didn't know this, though. This is coming out about Mexico, where blackface comedy is still considered funny. Uh, I didn't know there was a lot of blackface humor in Mexico. Yeah, Mexico's a lot like Tommy's house. There's a lot of the same humor going on there. Does that surprise you, though, that, uh, you know, blackface What about Tommy? No, not at all. Makes a lot of sense now, actually. Either. Does that surprise you? I mean, it's, uh, that play, uh, Mexico is kind of more of a, uh, laid back, like, uh, I don't give a damn. If I think it's funny, it's funny, and I'm not, you know, being racist about it. it. It kind of seems... Like their style. Even How though, do you even know? If it, even you know if, nothing about Mexicans, even though you work with one. 
I know everything about Mexico. I've been there more than you have. You have not. You've never once been to Mexico. Neither of you. I have, many a time. <laughs> How many times? Jeez. 10, 12? <laughs> not what? even. I bet, oh, I bet so. There were so many times, too, where, like, my great-grandmother was sick. And they're like, come on, we got to go, we got to go to Miguel Aleman. You know, great-grandma's dying. And so I'm like, oh. And we, you just had to run right over there, right? What are you laughing at? Didn't see that one coming. You should have. And we, and at some point, I just wanted my great grandmother to die because we were going there two, three times a year because she was dying this time. I'm like, we just saw her three months ago. If she dies, she's going to remember that. Yeah, you, and you'll remember that. You know, there's no reason to keep running back to Mexico. Arriba, arriba, antes, 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 antes. <laughs> <laughs> 703. All right, all right. It's not funny, then, is it? I can't help it. That clip gets there every time. What one? Arriba, arriba, antes, antes, antes. 703-975. Is your phone still ringing? Yes. I don't believe you. 1423. Ooh. Oh, oh. <laughs> oh you don't. Oh. I think you may have hit the wrong one, though. I think he did hit the wrong one. He absolutely hit the wrong one. You're an idiot. <laughs> you hit the wrong dump. <laughs> Damn it. You're such a loser. <sighs> but anyway, I think I just think that's where he was wrong. Because he doesn't need to say that blacks won't do. It's that Americans won't do the job. And that's why I never understand why Americans get their panties in a wad when Mexicans want to come over here and do jobs that you don't want to do. Because it's not like a Mexican's coming over here and taking your, uh, you know, your auto worker job or your computer job or well, anything I mean, like I, that. I think they have an equal shot at it. I think well, they, I, Their kids will when their yeah. kids are born and then they end up. I but think that's what they're worried about. Trickle effect. All right. Now, Mighty says, I have lived in Mexico, and yes, they do do things that blacks won't. But it doesn't, again, it's not blacks. It's Americans. Things that Americans don't want to do. Now, someone's phone's ringing. I can hear that in my headphones. Someone's phone's ringing. I wonder why that happened. <laughs> Dubs, the other thing that I saw that, um,. That just struck me as just completely odd. What's that? Church wrestling promoter sees grown men beating each other up as a way to get uh, a way to win souls. Apparently, the way he wants to bring people into the church is to have a packed house and to do these skits or like wrestling. Yeah, uh, matches with, with good guy, bad guys. And I guess the, the bad guy never gets over. I would think. Is that what you really want? Well, yeah, I mean, every once in a while, the devil has to win, just so uh, Jesus can come back and beat his ass. Is, I, is that or is that what they're doing? Do they have like uh, kind of like a um, like uh, that kind of thing going on where they have biblical characters in the ring? Oh, they only have forty. They only have forty regular members of this church. But he says this wrestling is the perfect example for the battle between good and evil. Is this Ted DiBiase? Now, Ted DiBiase, he really does have a uh, Christian wrestling promotion. Yeah. 
And he, he also has a bunch of like, uh, well, I shouldn't say this, uh, but a bunch of wrestlers on there that are Christian. And then like I know stuff about them and they're like hardly Christian. Well, that just but several claiming to be several have overdoses and stuff and it's like yeah, real Christian there. Well, they just run a bit. Oh, please. Christians are the first ones, by the way, who are doing that stuff. That's why. Why do you think they're always at church repenting? Because they had an awful week. You always repent to me about how you ate this week. Awful, man. I really have issues. Food issues. And then the other interesting thing along the church line. I'll give you I 20 Hail Twinkies and tell you to. You'll be fine after that. You know what's I mean? But 20. Uh, 20 Hail Twinkies? In front of me and I'd eat them all. I know you would. You love it. You got to pray to the best to be the best. I think that's what they're doing. Do you smell what Christ is cooking? <laughs> Can you imagine? He gives him the church's elbow. That's what's going on. <laughs> at this, at the, we're 40. Can you imagine? It's like 40 people sitting around in a wrestling ring. I'm going to drag you out of that pew, re, beat your Rudy pube candy ass. I don't think they'd be cussing at these dogs. No. But there's actually, I, I can't, there's a, there's a mountain called Mount Diablo. Yeah. I believe it's in California. And so this uh, this dude who can see Mount Diablo from his living room is on a campaign to get rid of the mountain name, which, by the way, has been named Mount Diablo for 164 years, because Diablo means devil in Spanish. No. And he goes, this isn't a hoax thing. It's a God thing. Our main icon here in this town is named after the devil. Dubs, do you think we could come up with some other names instead of Mount Diablo? Some good Christian names for this? I mean, there could be some uh, Christian-oriented names. You know, I, I wouldn't want to go name it after a biblical character. I, don't, I think that's been overdone, but maybe like Mount Kid-Touching Priest. Oh, come I on. think that would be a perfect <laughs> name for it. When are you going to let that go? We obviously when, they, have, when they let their arms go. They've obviously moved on from mm-hmm. that. How about Mount Abstinence? I mean, that's a good, you know, Christian thing to do, you know, stay abstinent. That's the only way to go. Mount, I'm right, you're wrong. I think that's perfect. It's a good Christian mountain name. Mount, love thy only Christian neighbors. That's true. Unless uh, you're a Christian neighbor, I don't love you. Mount, because the Bible says so. That's kind of got a ring to it. I don't know if they have that much room on the nameplate for the mountain, though. And I don't think you could put that in on one of those little maps. Mount, my God can beat up your silly, fictitious God. Mount, German white pope. I like that one. I thought it was great white German pope. Oh, I mean, I, I think I can drop the great now. I, we all know he's the perfect choice. What would his finishing move be if he was a wrestler? Stop. I don't even want to hear it. Just don't. Just don't already. He'd be poper open, you know, like, yeah. <laughs> Let the people get tired out and then knock him. Stone Cold Steve Nazareth would be one of the wrestlers in there. Yeah, he, uh, he, instead of, you know, throwing beer on the crowd, he's throwing red wine and bread. Kathy, you're in the hideout on Road Radio. Okay, 
guys? What's up? Hey, El Happy. Before I tell you the name I came up with, okay. um, I need to ask you, I promised Chunks that I'm going to bring in some chocolate chip cookies. What do you and J-Dubs like? Wow. Chunks gets cookies. Well, because he graduated and because you guys picked on him so much, I decided he should get some chocolate chip cookies. You left so me out so what should I bring? It. What should I bring for J-Dubs and El Happy? I want fried chicken. I do. I want, fr- I want fried chicken, preferably from churches and fried okra. Well, see, I decided since I'm an older generation that I should be uh, the room mother for the hideout. I, mean, oh, I love that. I love that idea. We need it. We need a den mother for the hideout. Absolutely. Okay. okay. Well, here's my name for the for the Christian Mount thing. All right. What do you got? I, because I lived in Belleville, Illinois, for a while, which is where the whole Catholic problem started with the priest. Right. So, how about Mount and Altar Boy? Oh, God, thank you. <laughs> That's actually a very good one. Now, uh, to kind of get off this subject and go back to one we previously talked about, the uh, Mexican president, um, I've got the exact quote in front of me, and it says Mexicans aren't doing jobs that even the black people won't do, are doing jobs that even the black people won't do. Damn! So that kind of makes black sound like second grade, you know, second-rate uh, citizens. Yeah, he, um, he's obviously wrong. Yeah, he he definitely should apologize for it. I'm not here defending what he's saying. I'll make that perfectly clear. Do you think an apology is in order? Hell yeah. Okay. Of course. Wow, Mexicans are doing jobs that even black people won't do. Pretty rough. He's He's pals with the president, though. Always hanging out at that ranch of his. Well, I mean, it kind of makes sense now. You don't know that. It makes sense to me. Greg, you're in the hideout. Hey, what's up, guys? What's up, Got bro? a name for your mountain. I think you should put, like, a religious name after it, like Mount Mary or something, you know? Mount, just Mount Mary. Uh, that's, no. No, it's not cool. <laughs> Come on, have a little respect for the mother. I'm getting pictures of chicks who want to do me. Maybe, maybe this is maybe this is one that. Uh, I'm sorry, I know that didn't really fit in, but I wanted to share with you. <laughs> maybe this I hear is that one that, that the Mexican president can get behind. Mount Christ wasn't one of them. The blacks. Okay, I can't believe he wouldn't even say I that. I think so. Why? I can't believe that we are. What is it? 2005. Mm-hmm. And there's still such racist views going on. Damn Mexican president. I'm not voting for him again, I'll tell you that. He lost my vote. You can actually vote? Absentee. Nice. Good for you. But I have to run back. Don't bother you, though. We'll take a break. We'll come back. Arriba, arriba, andere, andere, hija! It's the Hideout, Real Radio 104.1. So hideout, real radio 104.1. That's J Dubs and I am El Jefe. What's new? Hi, how you doing? Oh, what's new? Um, oh, look at this. 
chick's inviting me out and wanting to do something. Yeah? Mm-hmm. How does she look? It's actually really hot. She's got great ass. Any plans for tonight? No, I think I'm going to play video games. <laughs> I think that's what I'm going to do tonight. Well, why don't you go out with her, then? I think she should come over and we could listen to our iPods together and play. NCAA March Madness 2005. Yeah, that's panty that's, remover right there. That's what the kids do. Ew. Uh, new interns, number one, number two. Either one of you guys got tattoos? Number two? Negatory. I chickened out. <laughs> Were you close to getting one, though? Um, yeah. Uh, I have a very, very low tolerance for pain. So uh, my friend who does tattoos said he'd run some dry lines on me without ink. <laughs> so he did it, and it was very terrible. Painful. Really? Yeah, I have a really low tolerance for pain. Never going to happen. What Makes about mom happy. Yeah, what about you, number one? What you got? Uh, I got nothing. Nothing either? Now, why is it? You you say tolerance for pain, although you would probably do it if you could handle it. What about you, number one, intern number one? Cost. It's too expensive? Yeah. All right, how about this? I mean, this? for something that's on your body forever, it's not that expensive. How about we do this? How about we get a tattoo artist to come in and... Uh, Give you a tattoo. Of J-Dub's face. Or no, I think the Tasmanian devil. <laughs> I, there was this kid in my high school, Shannon. He was an ass. In fact, I lived with him for about two months. And he was going to be a rebel in high school and get a tattoo. And he got a tattoo of Taz. And I'm just like, you can't be a rebel and get a tattoo of Taz. It's just, that's not a rebel thing to do. Looney Tunes Taz or Tiny Tunes Taz? Looney Tunes. Mm. See, he would have been cool. We got Tiny Tunes on him. Now, Bateman doesn't have a tattoo. I don't believe Chunks has a tattoo, and I certainly don't. I guess I'm the only tattooed uh, monkey on here. But the odd thing is that there was this gathering of tattoo artists, and they were saying, hey, something's going on. We're in a little bit of trouble. It seems like tattoos are now becoming mainstream. Why is that trouble? I think that'd be great. You know, you're making more money then. But I think they mainly want to keep it like their own. Yeah, well, you know, it's only so long until, and it'll swing back the other way. Trust me, when everybody's, you know, saying, "Hey, you know, tattoos are a dumb thing to do," because right now, man, honestly, um, I feel like I'm kind of the rebel by not getting a tattoo with all the people who are. I mean, we had the conversation Friday night with Empty Howie, who was in here, and you saying, "Calling me a wuss, essentially, or a poser," because I didn't have a tattoo. No, we never called you a poser. But I know the reason why you don't have a tattoo, and a lot of it's pain. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Just like number two over there. Um, I have a, I have a friend that's a tattoo artist. I have a couple, and a lot of friends, like almost all of my friends have tattoos, like multiple tattoos. And uh, I, when I got, went to get my tattoo and I chickened out, I had asked if I could get it, like if I put like numbing cream or something like that. And every tattoo artist I've ever encountered said, no, they wouldn't do it with that because there's something about like... Like, they think it's, like, um, sacred, like, that you go through the pain and you went through it to get this tattoo and everything. Yeah. What is it, like, giving birth? <laughs> like, and it's just, it means something to them. Like, all of my friends that have tattoos, like, everything means something to them. Like, it's special. Like, um, you know, and there's always those kids out there that have, like, you know, sick tribal tattoos and stuff. But, yeah. uh, um. Right. No, and I, I understand what you're saying, where people, they got to feel like the pain's part of it. I just thought it was interesting that the tattoo people themselves are getting together and saying, 
I don't know if this is so edgy anymore because what was the statistic I read in the article? Some like 20% of people between the ages of 18 and 25 have a tattoo. 20%. That's a lot of fuck. I mean, one in five, essentially, and I guess of the people who are between the ages of, you know, um, 18 and 25 right now, it's 20%. Yeah. It's you, J-Dubs. And you're going over the line. How many do you have now? Uh, one, two, three, Seven? four, five, six. Six. God, man. I say we get one for number one. Let's get yeah, him. We can hook that up. If he really wants one, I say we get it. What do you want? Number one, if you were going to get a tattoo, what would you want it of? Oh, that's that's a hard one to put me on the spot for. Do you got a girlfriend? I do have a girlfriend. You want to put her name on your chest? Oh, um, no. You don't love her then, do you? I, no, I do love her. You, why were you telling me during the break you don't love her? Uh, You're looking for us to find you some side action. Oh, she, yeah, you also she's in bed by it. now, so you can say whatever you want. Right. You also asked us to leave it off the air. I'm sorry. Yeah, I didn't mean for that to slip out. It was like chunk of We'll phone cover number. it again at 7. No, but seriously, um, what do you, what would you get one of? I mean, like of a, uh, your favorite band, of a friend no, who no, died? No, or? no, no, absolutely not. My, my theory behind tattoos has always been something, that uh, decoration you. on the body that enhanced the appearance of the body. Not like a stupid name or a snake through the heart or anything. So something that says lick here with something pointing down to your yeah. ass? Yeah, or this is not a step for my for my, for my manhood. You. I got you. Hang your towel here. Exactly. Man, I saw a porno once where a guy had um, poison tattooed <laughs> on his member. And I'm like, there's so much thought that, I mean, like, first of all, you have to, the pain. Oh, the pain. And then to be able to have enough room. Do you think he was just a a big band, the big uh, fan of the band, or do you think he was? Actually, I think he was kind of making a comment about, you know, that whole area and mm. what it delivers, which again would be odd. All right, let's take a break. <sighs> I'm winded. Man, Ew. the heat's starting to get to me a little bit. I've noticed that. Don't do this. People were already saying, oh, these people from the north are just going to talk about how hot it is and complain. I'm not going to complain. I mentioned it for two seconds. I'm just saying the heat's yeah, starting to get Yeah, but two seconds to people is forever. Are oh, you shut up. You bitch constantly. <laughs> it's because I live with you. Constantly. I haven't even bitched once. Chunks, why are you so quiet back there? How many phone calls are you up to tonight? I don't know. <laughs> Make a rough estimate. 200. Because your phone number was given out accidentally on the air earlier. Not accidentally! Stop yelling. I'm not yelling. <laughs> You're very calm. You got any girls calling you? No. All dudes who want to do all nude yoga. All nude, all dude. All mm -hmm. you. All right, let's take a break. It's the hideout. Your new queer friend, Chunks. <laughs> Real Radio 104.1. Yeah, yeah. Coming down the home stretch, the hideout. Real Radio 104.1. Man, tomorrow's going to be a busy day, J-Dubs. I got personal training at uh, 11. Then I got a meeting about our new logo at 1.30. Because we're, we're trying to redesign the logo, and for some reason, the... 
the cat is trying to, uh, he's having a little issue with yeah. getting it together. But I don't think it's his problem. We just need to get on the phone with him and uh, work out the uh, the new logo for the hideout. And then obviously we're doing the show. Mavericks play tomorrow night. Oh, do they? Game. Wow, I didn't know that. What is this, game five? Yeah, Damn, I, game I think it's 2-2 two, two right now, isn't it? Son of a bitch, it sure is. And then, of course, we have Star Wars at midnight. Mm-hmm. Number two, you're going to Star Wars. Which movie theater are you going? Are you going to the Altamont Springs? Um, Winter Park? I'm going to, yeah, one in Winter Park. Okay, all right, fair enough. Yeah, all of us, everybody <laughs> from the hideout and um, Jimmy D and SBK were all headed up to the Altamont Springs to watch uh, Star Wars at 12.01. Mm-hmm. Jason, you're in the hideout on Roll Radio. Jason. Jason. Um, make sure, Chunks, I don't know if you're telling them this, they got to tell everybody to turn the radio down. Make sure you tell everybody to turn the radio down But whenever they call in. And, you know, turn your radio down when you call Chunks at his number, too. Yeah, the last thing you want is Chunks, uh, the show in the background, whenever you got Chunks going on. Uh, Dubs, what are we cooking out again? Um, Well, I can probably do that Friday, Thursday or Friday we can do that. Oh, and I'm going back to D.C. this weekend. Oh, are you? i got to wrap up a few loose ends up there. And Chunks, actually, let's talk to Chunks for a second. He uh, found out on Friday the 13th that he is indeed graduating from George Mason University after six and a half years. You know what? Chunk's luck might set in by then, and he'll get there, and he's not graduating. I can see that happening. That's kind of what worries me, too. Are you going to walk? Yeah. Are you really? Yeah. Not not to the big one, just to the, you know how the little school um, that mm-hmm. I graduate, com- the comm department. I, I just retarded. Now, here's the thing. When I left Texas Tech University, I did not walk. I dropped off my last term paper in my U-Haul. Oh, and, really? And drove to Michigan. How did you get your uh, diploma? Did they send it to you? Send it to me. I was like, put it in the mail. I have no interest in walking. That's what I did. Yeah, yeah. I wouldn't uh, imagine that it would really mean that much. Well, you know, it- you're in college, you're walking, I mean, you're graduating. You get that piece of paper, you really don't know all those other people in your class. Well, here's what, it's usually for the family. Like, a lot of times when it's the first kid to graduate from college, then it's a big deal, and that's when it means something. But, like, in my family, I've had so many people that have not only graduated from college, but have graduated from Texas Tech. I probably have close to 10 Texas Tech alumni in my family. Nice. Or alumni, I suppose is the way you would say it. Chunks, are you the first person in your family to graduate college? No, my sister did before me. What'd she get her degree in? Um, political I think science. It's a younger sister. Eating? What? <laughs> Come on, dude. I've seen a pic. <laughs> That's her on the phone, isn't it? <laughs> political political science. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. So she, she's actually kind of smart, unlike me. I think my parents. Didn't really care if I walked, you know, when I first started going to college, but I think after six and a half years, they're like, well, I guess the dumbass probably got through, so you better at least walk, you know. But I'm sure George Mason, they're probably going to put up a, they're going to make like the comm department, like the chunks wing or something, right? Uh, no. You're not the most famous person to come out of that school? No. Oh. Who do you think is? Hmm. Anybody uh, famous coming out of your school? George Mason? Chad Dukes. Huh. That's another guy, another radio douche. Uh, not really anyone that I can think of. So, what are you gonna? What, are you gonna wear the cap and gown and everything? Yeah. Do you have one? Yeah, I got it. What are you gonna write on the top? I haven't thought of that yet. I got an uh, idea. His uh, favorite quote. I'm not gonna say it because I'll get uh, isolated saying it. But 
I think Tommy should have it back there. Is that what you're going to put up there? Yeah. No. I was thinking hideout what? I am gay. I think I like that I one better. I am gay. Would you write that on the top of your... Um... My fingers smell pretty. No, of course, my parents and everyone's going to be there. Of course my not. My fingers smell pretty. That either. I think this is what you should do. Write your phone number on there. No. That way all your college buddies can keep a hold of you. Right. What college buddies? 703. All right. I can't believe I accidentally gave out your number. You didn't accidentally give it out. I'm trying to remain a, a little bit calm. Nice all right, five. all right, come on. Don't. <laughs> a baker's dozen is that fourteen? No, I think it's twenty-three. You asked, you dumped <laughs> <Yeah>. it. Yeah. <laughs> you win, fine. We dumped it. But so, you're, are you excited about walking? Uh, no, not at all. Are you going to get a lot of money? Is that still the thing to do for graduation? Yeah, you have to have, uh, do you have get, actually do an open house for it, or you just invite people to the graduation? Uh, no, you, uh, it's an open house, so anyone can show up, so it's great, because I've just been sending out the invitations of people I know who can't make it, trying to get the money from them. Uh, you know what sucks? I'd never heard about this whole thing of an open house until I get to, got to Michigan. Oh, really? I did not have an open house in Texas. When I graduated from high school or college. You didn't have like, an open Adobe? No. Oh. Okay. But apparently an open house... <laughs> I just got that. <laughs> you just got that great. An open house is where you come together and you just give money? Yeah, everybody comes over gives you uh, money for uh, graduating. Yeah. Saying, hey, congratulations. How much money do you think you're going to get? I don't know, man. I'm hoping for a lot. I Hope, mean, when I, when I graduated high school, I got like 1500 Hopefully I get at least $607. For what? I don't know. For the $607 paycheck you ripped up. Oh, we did do that, didn't we? Yeah. But you oh. got 1500 doves? Yeah. Damn. I was loving it. That's awesome. All right, I got money I'd like to contribute to your open house fund. One, two. No, you can't count that one. It's Canadian. Three. Oh, damn it. Throw that one away. Four, five... Six. Give him the loony. All right, you get six pennies. And one loony. Thanks. Here, how about this? Come in here real fast. No. Get in here. No. Come here. I'm not stupid. You aren't? No. Go in there. They're going to give you money. No, they're not going to give me money. Do that. Money. Money. Chunks. Come here, chunks. No. Everybody back there is fine. Your third mic. Get in here. I'm not stupid. I'm not dumb. Don't. Don't let me do it! Get in here. They no! Got, just come on in, man. They're going to give you money. No, they're not. I swear to Christ, I'm giving you cash. You're not going to give me cash. You're giving me six cents, a loopy, and a Canadian penny. Get in here. I am in there. I'm going to count to three. Come on! One. One. Two. two can't do it. Three. I got the taser. All right. Get it. Go no, get it. No, you're going to get my number out. No. Get right. in here. Come in right now. I'm going to get the taser. Hurry up. Fine. I gotta give you this cash. Jesus, I wonder what they're gonna do. They get my number out. Lure me in the room to get my get number out. Get in here. Hurry up. Shot. 703. 975. No, don't do it. Alright, I won't do it. Dance, monkey. Hey, give it out. Give my number out. Ah! I think, got, I think you got. I think you got. How ah, much are you giving them? It. 14 cents? No, 23 cents. Oh, okay. Oh, 
Please, great, wow. <laughs> Didn't see that one coming. You food old junkie, didn't ya? Ooh, we got fat boy. Can I go now? Yeah, it's fine. Pick up those pennies. That's your open house money from me. Can I have some money? Happy graduation. I think he's pretty happy. It's been a good night for him. Have you ever seen such an ungrateful kid? I don't know. Our new intern number two. Yeah, our new intern's going to rival him. <laughs> Speaking of ingrates, you know who my favorite is? Who? Number one. He likes my kind of music. He likes tools. I'm bringing you french fries tomorrow. Shh. Shh. And you know what else? Number two likes? Um, number no, two? No, I don't like number no, not number two, number one. Huh. Ew. How about this? How we call how we call her? Mm. Are you number two? But I'm telling you, you really got under my skin with that music thing. You got to make it up. I'm sorry. I'm so, I, I, I like forget wa- that I'm a music Nazi. I'm sorry. Waffle yeah. fries. I mean, when a guy gets to his age, 40 plus, 27, he gets very irritable at night. Let's let's get out of here. You guys wake up with the gets monsters. Tired. You guys wake up with the monsters in the morning. Shannon Burke middays. Phillips file in the afternoon. We'll be back tomorrow night at seven o'clock. And then we'll see you over at uh, Star Wars after that. Don't be ashamed to entertain listening to The Hideout. Real Radio, 104.1. We out, bitch. 5,000. 5,000.